Hello, I'm Dan McDowell, longtime professional broadcaster. Why subscribe to our Patreon podcast? Well, perhaps you support our struggle to get out from under the oppressive thumb of the man. Or objectively, if you sign up at patreon.com slash thedumbzone, you'll get the two episodes per week that are available on all podcast platforms, like this one, plus an additional two episodes each week that are exclusive to Patreon. So subscribing on Patreon gets you four episodes per week. Oh my, what a bargain. Now, on to today's program. The Okay, and I mentioned this earlier that people are on one side of the fence or the other oftentimes when it comes to dry rub or sauce. That was our question this morning. We've been asking you, and you guys have been responding, so I'm going to share a couple of them. The first one is from Cassandra. She says, Texas gals like dry rub. Mmm, I don't know. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What a debate. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I never listen. I'm gonna listen. All right, all right, all right, all right. Indeed. Uh, call us. Do you prefer dry or a wet rub? Is there a wet rub? I think it just means sauce. Oh. Okay. Well, I must ask a true Texan about that, like you are. You got here as quick as you could, though. Yeah. Took quite some time. And I feel like we are truly in Texas today. Some days I don't. Like, where is this? Like, this feels Texas. For sure. We are not high atop my garage. We are not. No. We are high atop a stage. Yes, uh, an actual stage. Suds have been popped out there in the crowd. The are we within 100 miles crowd. of the 9-11 memorial in Grapevine? Or are we even a little farther? I think we're further. So I, you, think it's, I think it's pretty close, though. You did a little negosh and said <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah, uh, Kelly and I hammered out our rate for coming out here. And this place is amazing. We are in Athens, Texas, folks. Athens, Texas. I've never been here before. To this place, which is called the Texan. Actually, we're 95 miles. That's what I'm saying. I looked it wow. up this morning and thought, it's right there. Okay, well then maybe he wants a discount. <laughs> Shouldn't have said uh, that. You already signed. Kevin. No, I've never Sorry. been to like this town. Athens? I feel like I, I have like a... I mean, we got high school football guy over here, but I feel like I have way less... Uh, way less East Texas experience than I do West Texas experience. The Athens Bulldogs? The, he um, clearly saw a water tower. No. No. That was his team. Oh, okay. Athens, yeah. Ohio yeah. is the Bulldogs. <laughs> I just wondered yeah, the, if that the, travels. The scummies. I don't, I don't know Athens. Rivals. What do we got? Hornets. Hornets. Athens Hornets. That's not one that... The Ooh. left can ever come for. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> well, but the murder, who knows? murder hornets in 2020—that was a troubling that was a, time. Yeah, the connotation there is death. Let's, let's change that. Let's name. take it away. Yeah. Sometimes there's like a an African connotation <laughs> when they do like Africanized bees or something like that, and you're like, "Whoa, what does that mean?" Yeah, we don't like that out here. <laughs> Are you <laughs> taking to the city already? Out here in Athens, Texas. Yeah, no. I mean, I'll bet you your price per square foot is a lot oh better out here. And 
Let's get ourselves some land. You know what I was thinking? So <laughs> Kelly and Camille are the proprietors. They yep. own this place. Sure. Um, Kelly's like, make sure you say Kelly first. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, Kelly also, dude, so don't get too excited, guys. If you're like, Kelly and Camille, I'm going to yeah. get right down there. No, no, no. I mean, still, he's a fine-looking guy. But um, you know, it's not what you were all thinking, or at least what everybody up here on this particular stage is thinking. Um, but I was thinking, uh, first of all, they're like, oh, we owned, uh, what's the barbecue place? I'm sorry. Smokey Bee. Smokey Bees. Yeah. And that's generally a catering thing now. And now this is uh, different. And it's, uh, it's a venue where they will actually have shows and bands. And I'm going to have my second wedding here. He, he said they have comedy. And to prove it, Ooh. they booked the Dumb Zone podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I got bad news for you. Uh, but it's it's wonder it's beautiful this this it really venue is. Yeah. it has to be the nicest place in Athens Texas, and I was thinking how come everybody else is so much better at business than us like they can build this thing and they know business and they own one well, this has and been they, here for like a hundred plus years yeah probably. but they had to buy it and expand it and and I'm sure it didn't look like this when they bought it it's all cobwebby and right broken down they you know they've uh, they brought this into the 20th century. 21st century? What century are we in? The 21st. Just don't even tell 21st me. 21st century. Okay, yeah. Just don't even tell him. <laughs> it's great being here in the 21st century. In Athens. At the Texan in Athens. But I was also thinking, what a uh, what a venue. How easy could it be to kind of just, we'll just put our studio space right there. Or, you know, where there's nothing but studio space here. We could build out a studio. We'll do the potty. We can MC we'll, some weddings. Yeah, you got the jail across the street. I think you can revive your 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 musical career. Yeah, I mean, I've been waiting in high too. school. What you, was your band name? You could get the future janitors of, of America back together. That was not the name of the band. Give me one. Oh, that was the Jackass uh, band. Bad Habit. Okay. We had a five minute stranger, which was a loose rape reference. Uh, we had uh, a time for nothing. I was thinking that was the left hand, but go ahead. After you sit on, I, it. I don't know if maybe not the R word, but more of like <laughs> a, you sit a hookup, it. you know. But yeah, it was pretty much all the same people. We would just have to rotate out a member every couple years. Well, what was the future janitor of, janitors of America? That, that was, was really more of just like a, you know how Dan's dad played racquetball at like a club. Yeah, and it had, was kind of like that, and had the nude sauna. Yeah. It was just a. It was a men's club for fourteen to seventeen year olds. It's <laughs> pretty much it. Where we would egg houses. Well, it's much too big of a venue for my for liking. Us, yeah. Only I that mean, I don't uh, think we're going to fill this up. But the no, good, I don't. I think I think that that uh, has left the barn. The great news is that this is not live. It's live to tape. But we're in, in, inviting you out here. After you listen to this, you should stop by this place in Athens, Texas. Yes. In fact, go to their website, the Texan. What's the uh, website? What's the URL? The H-T- Texan Athens. No, you don't have to do that. The oh. TexanAthens.com. See music here. Get married here. Get married a second time here. Whatever you want to do. I did want to tell you guys a brief story about, uh, about parenting this morning. So my wife, uh, my wife had to go to a funeral this morning. 
So she left super, super early. Without you? Yeah. I mean, what was I going to do? Miss the Texan? No. No. So she had to fly to New Orleans, and uh, and I had the girl. So a family member? Grandmother. Okay, that's always interesting to me. Where's the line? What funeral? Who? How I close? I mean, if it were local, I might have. Like, my wife has an aunt that she would say, I have to go. Right. Like to what Cleveland if, for. What's but the cousin's name? Oh, Cousin oh, Tommy. If cousin Tommy. They were out, yeah. yeah. out at dinner yeah. last night. Yeah. yeah. So uh, By the way, so yeah. they get back. Lit. Or he gets, she gets back. And it's at like 10.30. On and, 30, on and, I'm and like, going. I would never. And then she's like, oh, it was great. I got to catch it. And then she proceeds to tell me about, oh, his daughter does this and his son does. And, like, you know, I, don't, I don't care at all. Yeah. I, that's why I didn't go. Yeah. Because I don't care about this stuff. Don't yeah. now relive it. All right. Sorry. Your night. No, you're fine. It, it, it's the morning. Um, oh. So on Thursdays, we take my daughter to something called uh, occupational therapy. It's basically where they teach her how to hold a pencil. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they it's do really a lot cool. of that at Montessori. Are you, is she Montessori school, too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But do so a lot we of do, dexterity we, stuff. Yeah, we do this once a week. And, uh, and she's, like, becoming more familiar of what she has on what day of the week. And so this morning, she came and got in bed with me. It was, like, 6.30. And she was like, what do I got today? And I go, well, you got, we call it, like I said, we call it gym school. It's OT, right? It's 45 minutes. She has to go back there and do like balancing exercises and learn to write, basically. She goes, what's after gym school? I go, well, then you got regular school. So you're her personal assistant, basically, just reading her schedule. What do I have after regular school? I go, well, you know, today you have cheer camp, which is something that we're doing here in the spring. It's like an hour. It's basically just gymnastics. Mm -hmm. And she goes... A long day. <laughs> no, I was like, already, yeah. yeah. I was like, that is actually a pretty long day. And she was like, I hate long days. She's like, are they always like this? And I honestly just like receded into my mind of being like, you have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> like you have. Like you think this is bad? You have seventy years of this left. Yeah. She goes, I hate long days. I'm like, well. <laughs> she's wise it's she's already much, wise it's pretty much just how it's gonna be yeah like forever she's like what time will I be done and I'm like I mean who can say yeah That's it'll, awesome. it'll be it'll be dark I can tell you that it'll be nighttime before you get to relax I can promise you that mm-hmm. and yeah she just it's kind of like washed over her that she's like this is just life and she asked you if she could vape no, she didn't have to ask. I hand it Just, to her. Yeah. Yeah. Take the edge off. Yeah. Pop is in. Three yeah. millis. Three three millis, not sixties. You try to wait as long as you can in the day and then you just need it. What, the the vape? Yeah, I don't know if you're a oh. I'm gonna do that reach over to the nightstand when I wake up. Yeah, you do. You do? Of That's course. what you do? Yeah. Okay, because... I thought you were gonna say you want to wait as long as you can to inform your kids that they're pretty much not going to like day-to-day life ever. Yeah, that's unfortunate that she's already Dude, there. think about whenever you were a kid and you would go to, like, football practice at, like, 6.30 in the morning or 6 o'clock in the morning. You leave your house at 5.40. You're at school until 4. You get home. You have chores. Like, you're basically working, like, a 
12. And you're going you're gonna to find this out. You're going to be mad at how much homework they give. Oh, my gosh. I can't. Like, wait, they were there for seven hours today, and now you're What'd giving you them do? another you two hours? Yeah. What was going on? Like, uh, you're putting this all on me, and now the thing is, because then I have to go through it. I don't know. Yeah. You I don't, don't know, know algebra. I can't remember. Yeah. You don't even know where Portugal is. I really don't. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was just a crushing moment where... I had to tell her, hey, it's going to suck for a long time. And then the other thing that happened to me last night was uh, I went to I went to a historic, like, land board meeting thing. Generic. I don't even know what it was actually called. It didn't feel like So you live council. on historic land? Yeah. All that near uh, Grapevine, Main. Main Street? Yeah. Anything around there is deemed... Like, yeah. we need extra board meeting if you want to do any construction. Yeah, or... and some houses are different than others. Like, some are like, you just can't touch it. Is yours a century home? No. Okay. Um, but I did have to go there, and there's like eight people on the panel. Because you're trying to get renovations to build an office. Pretty much, yeah. Expand the house a little bit and get myself an office. And uh, there's like eight people up there. And then I have been like completely detached. Did they have powdered wigs and stuff? Or? No, they were not. They were not dressed as okay. British, uh, you know, court members from three hundred years ago, justices, I suppose. Um, but we got there, and the guy was like, "I'd never met this guy before. My wife has handled this completely." And he's like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna, you know, kind of sell your case, but if you want to say something, it wouldn't hurt." And I was like, damn, it's my time. Mm-hmm. So he's up there, you know, guy in a suit. We and got audio? No. <laughs> I think that might actually be illegal. We don't care. Yeah. So he puts, like, our plans up on the board um, on, like, uh, two, you know, TV screens up there. And they're, like, all passing around documents. And then uh, he was like, and if the parties would like to say anything over here. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I got this. So your fate <laughs> depends on these eight individuals and if they kind of don't like your vibe, you're the cut yeah, of your and jib. Yeah, I, I don't really know that I actually had to do this. Okay. But I feel like post last summer with court, Yeah. now I'm kind of like, I got this. <laughs> okay, <you've>, now <laughs> you didn't have the experience last year. Yeah. Now you've been through it. Yeah, so. Like, like I've been through way worse than this. Exactly. So we both walked up Which there. is why I want to date a POW. Do you want to expound on that? Well, any of my, I know I'm a difficult person, mm-hmm. and anything, though, that she will have to deal with. Like going will, to dinner with her cousin. Yeah, she will always say, I've dealt with way worse than this. I was uh, electrocuted. I was whatever. <laughs> you know, I was waterboarded. Yeah. And uh, this guy's just being lazy and, you know, right. whatever. So He just makes my kids wait until noon to open presents. Yeah, yeah. Everything's That's not great so bad. with him. Yeah. Do you remember the time that, I feel like the greatest hypothetical we ever had was used to be 500 pounds or used to be homeless. I love that one. <laughs> Thank you. That wasn't original. That was me. Do you remember where we were whenever we came up or you came up with that? Yeah, we were in the land of the homeless. We were absolutely in the land of the homeless. In uh, California. Yeah. When we go out there for training cramp. Uh, cramp. cramp. <laughs> training camp is, is – it, it confirms what I thought when I was a kid. Which is I grew it, up in Cleveland. If you're homeless. And I thought – why do you live here? Just move west. I just thought, just start walking that way. Get How a the, compass. Is the, are the people loving this, or is this 
it's a little, yeah. Okay, okay. one guy. Tepid. Uh, yeah. Hey, the fact that there are people, that's a big win for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, you know, all Kelly's family members are here. Right, pretty um, much. No, the, uh, I, I was just, I always think, I'm six years old, eight years old. Like, why don't, if I was that, in that position, I would just start walking west. You got all the time in the world. <laughs> you, you know, there's whatever. Cal- calendar's free. Yeah, yeah, and then you eventually will have to stop because you'll there'll be water. You can't walk anymore, and then you'll be in California. It'll be really warm. You go to sleep on the beach. You're not going to sleep in a the door the doorway of a uh, you know office building downtown. Anyway, where were we? Yeah, so I got up there and uh, <coughs> oh, you're at court. I or, killed uh, it. What do you think I did? Were you eloquent? I think so. Did you state your case? Yeah, I just told him I was like, I don't want to move. I want to live here. But I also... Oh, did you give him a little BS about loving Grapevine? And Yeah, but I actually do like it there. But this is important I didn't bring up the uh, Christ- you know, I could- Christian cell phone company. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Did you leave I could with go that? spend my money in uh, another city. That's kind of uh, how I, I trying, said it. I was like, I'm trying I, to keep... Yeah, make Grapevine great again. Yeah, I was like, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. I magged him. I was like, yeah, I want to live here. I just don't want to be, uh, you know, next to the bowl and chain. Every yeah, morning. and you kind of like just jerked your head that way. Like, you get it. And they all did. Wink at the bros. Like, yeah. come on, man. They're like, oh, dude, give this guy an addition. <laughs> did they actually vote right then? Yeah. Like, while you were sp- – like, we don't need to hear anyone. They stand <laughs> up and they're all cheering and yelling. It's and- not that far off. Like, there's a gavel. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. That's awesome. Everybody's playing dress up. Oh, my gosh. It's such dress up. Like, yeah, they actually were like, I don't think we need to hear anymore. <laughs> That's awesome, man. What was the vote? Oh, unanimous. Really? Yeah. Good for you. Did they yell, hip, hip, and then some, <laughs> oh, yeah, and they carry out? And Yes. They, they, what, <laughs> what color Gatorade was the... Uh, <laughs> the dump. That's awesome. It was really weird, man. So you're, it's happening. I mean, it's at least, you know, crossed that threshold. Okay, there's a lot of... Are there palms to be greased? There might have Do to be a to couple palms the, to be greased. Yeah, we might have to dip into the old business. Somebody account? might have to wet the beak a little bit. Yeah, That's but it great. looks like it's happening. But yeah, like I, uh, I felt was like William I, D. Tate there. No, but his uh, his spot was like his Is it like a bigger throne. It's, it's it's in the middle. Yeah, yeah, it's at the middle and it's at the top. And it was just like I was like, man, where's 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 Billy D. Yeah, it was not there, but. And I feel like there was a couple dudes that might have been listeners that were kind of looking at me like, what are you doing here? Like, we know you're a moron. You're destroying. Yeah. What you're doing. I felt like Will Ferrell in old school. Like the the James Carville like speech where he just like got up there. And, oh, like, and all of a sudden, yeah, he like, thought he was the biggest dope. <clears throat> like we walked out and Kristen was like, where did that come from? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. The, the Will Ferrell like, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what just happened. That's excellent, man. It was weird, but it was it was uh it was an experience for sure. Anyways. Well, I can't wait. Um will you show us the plans? <laughs> like, I mean, in it, what world would you be able to look at them and make sense of them? I don't know. You could explain it. Like are you putting like a little uh secret room and a whatever, you know. If you're making a secret room, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Like some sort of a what am I, the yeah. guy from Cleveland? Yeah, like you pull out a book and then the the, the bookshelf no. uh, turns, and no. now you can go back in there and there's no like secret a, yeah, room. A Michael Jackson room. Yeah, you no. don't have to use it for the same thing, just for fun. 
Just for fun, no. Just for, like, not being around everyone. Is, just, is it going to be as big as the den? Your office? Close. Okay. Close. Have to do uh, maybe transfer some watching parties over there. Yeah. All good, as long as Blake can deal with the cat. Just flame mm-hmm. up. I just want a place where I can hang out with that cat. That's what it's all about? Mm-hmm. Hey. By the way, uh, a potential guest of ours uh, says, still struggling today. Tomorrow way better, but we are... Uh, okay, we'll get him next week. Yeah. Oh, actually, we do have a... You know what? Um, you want to work on just calling her right now? We'll just pop her right up? Yeah. Okay, because we want to talk to Sarah Heppola. But I did want to uh, promote the greatness of uh, Michael Copeland. Is yes, here. Michael. Cakes. And he is videoing today. If you are watching us on YouTube already, you're like, yeah, I know. Uh, and uh, I walked in here today, Michael Copeland. Cop- uh, Michael Copeland Productions or just Copeland Productions? Copeland Productions. Copeland Copeland. Uh, That's where I live. I said to him, I go, hey, because he, his videos look so good. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe that he goes to this trouble. We know Michael Copeland. We don't know if he's really into... Um, I don't know where he stands on uh, life or abortion. Whoa. But I know where he stands on Bono. <laughs> pro? Yes, he is pro. And so... <laughs> with that... It's not pro-abortion. With being pro-Bono... He, uh, you know, he'll do all this, like, amazing work. And I said, hey, uh, I mean, I don't go back and, and watch the videos um, too much. I just kind of skim by them. But, I mean, I live it. And he, I said, do you, do you put your, uh, you know, your website up there? Do you put your logo on there? He's like, oh, no. Would I be allowed to do that? I'm like, of course. You can do anything you want. Yeah, you yeah. put a scroll with your, your name and number, and you, if you're looking to hook up or something, you're looking for a little strange, <laughs> just put you know, your uh, your burner phone on there, whatever you want. Yeah, like, grinder. This, it's your video, really. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, your, your at, your, uh, your gram, your whatever. I don't know. You sound super hip right now. Do I? Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. Yeah. You want to call her? I thought you were going to be calling her while I was talking. He was, was kind of just vamping for you. I'm killing time, and uh, wait, uh, we're calling the great Sarah Heppola, who is Bad starting a new job. This is Sarah. Wait, hold on. I'm hold still on. dialing, Sarah. <laughs> hold on. Okay, now it's ringing. Okay, now do that again. This is Sarah. Oh, Sarah <laughs> Heppola. Sarah yeah, Sarah. <laughs> We all know Sarah Hep. Well, maybe you don't. Sarah Heppola, who went from being a dirty blackout drunk to uh, you're so mean about <laughs> New York <laughs> Times. What? To New you York Times. The word sexy, dirty, sexy. Dirty. Blackout. Well, that implies. Yeah, I mean, blackout drunk. To me, that is synonymous with sexy. Oh, there's so much wrong with you. Keep yeah, going. Got, we have a. Uh, it's a better chance. Anyway, um, you know it's true, Sarah. I read the book. I'm hanging up. No, no. don't don't hang up. Not yet. We want to promote your okay. new your new bit. You uh, actually, Sarah, is now a. Well, why don't you tell us what you're doing for the Dallas Morning News? 
Oh, yeah. I'm a new feature staff writer at the Dallas Morning News. Our Dallas Morning News. Wow. Which I know. Sarah has a podcast, too. It's called Smoke Em If You Got Em. It's on Substack.com. Or, like I did the other day, I've been meaning to subscribe. You can just go to the whatever your favorite podcast thing is, like Apple, and uh, you kind of click one click there. It's really easy, Jake. <laughs> to subscribe that's what I've heard yeah to a uh, podcast off Substack uh, if you just go to any of your favorite uh, you know podcast download thingies so what are you going to be doing there what does that mean well I'm covering like I think the job description is something that's like uh, covering Dallas's big personalities lively scenes and the things that get people talking like Blake does any yeah Blake is probably like number one, yeah. actually three on my list. Uh, any other suggestions that you guys have? Um, Maybe what's, like what's the guy's name that like bought off Clarence Chili. Thomas? Oh, Harlan Harlan Crow's on my list. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> Harlan Crow is a big fish if you can catch him. So, so how does know, this come about? Like, do you have to go to a job interview? I just don't see you really doing that. I know. Um, yeah, you're a rebel. Happened, it's true. I don't know how long I'm going to last, you guys. I might be fired later today. Us either. Um, it's like uh, what happened, to be frank, is that I was broke. I mean, the freelance <laughs> life is like really hard. And I know that I look like I'm living large based on the amount of tacos I eat and, you know, the cats on Instagram, but it's a hard life. And, you know, Substack doesn't always pay the big money like you guys get. Anyway, <laughs> I went, I reached out. Here's the other thing. I have spent a lot of my career wanting to kind of like write for the masses, like write for New York times, write for the big publications. And after years of that, you realize it is such a giant pain in the ass. And I kind of wanted to write about the place where I live. You know, it's kind of a novel concept. It's actually one of the things that made me fall in love with the ticket, to the extent that I fell in love with the ticket, was that I felt that, that you guys, back in the day, I mean you, but also your brothers, you know, were talking about the place where we lived and having a water cooler conversation for an era that kind of was post-water cooler for a lot of us. That's awesome, man. Yeah, thanks. Well, no, we're, we're very excited for you, and uh, so much so that we weren't going to do this before, but now that you're, you're there, we've, we've been talking, as you know, discussing maybe uh, we could do something a little more regular with you here in the future, like in this forum. Now that you're really, really famous. Before, we were like, ah, I don't know. Now maybe. that you're not just some vagabond. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I am still a vagabond. I'm just kind of an upscale vagabond. Do you have to go to the office every day? Oh, my God, Jake. Oh, my God. There, I have to go three times a week. That's not horrible. No, it's not horrible, but... They Com gave me, compared to zero, though. I, it's, it's a really... <laughs> by the way, it's a, it's a really nice office. Like, it's in the Statler building. Okay. And, and um, it's like... That's like 10 minutes away from my house. So, like, it really just couldn't be more convenient. But you would think I am slogging to outer space the way that I treat this. <laughs> I am just like, oh, my God, I've got to go in. 
you know, like I haven't even been in today because I've been hustling. I'm like on my way to an interview at one o'clock. I'm actually like driving as I'm talking to you guys. I was on Central Expressway just a moment ago. By the way, if I had died on Central Expressway, would that have like made your podcast more famous, do you think? We definitely would have paywalled it. Like if this is a free one, we would have <laughs> <laughs> we a hundred percent would have would have capitalized. It. Hey, do you think uh do you think Jerry's that uh that lady's dad? Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent, Jake. Why are you even asking that? I don't know. I'm just very oh God, interested in like the the Maury oh the Maury type situation that Cowboys Media could produce okay. where not only is Jerry her dad, but if this goes the way I want it to, this will start a rolling thunder that leads to more paternity cases on him. He has more than one child. We have we just know that. That's gotta be true. Kind of like the Tiger Tiger Woods all situation. Access to yeah, the Cowboys, yeah. By the way, yeah. <laughs> you you what about the Cowboys? I said I've just lost all cow- access to the Cowboys. By the oh, way. they yeah. used to what have. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, the other podcast. You want to pimp that, or do you, you not care about that one anymore? Oh, the America's Girls podcast is a eight part docu series on the history and cultural impact of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Uh, it's it's a it's a great little uh, you know you can do it in an afternoon on a drive and uh, it's about uh, the 50 years of you know sort of like the the origin story of sexy sideline dancers in the NFL and how Dallas started it all and uh, I love that little podcast they never gave me access anyway so I don't know why I'm upset about losing it you know they never returned my calls back then oh I didn't realize that I thought they were no I, I no, I I reached out to cheerleaders individually, like through their Instagram accounts and and you know Facebook and stuff like that, and and worked those channels. But no, the actual Cowboys media never got back to me. They have a new press guy. At least they did when I by the time I was done with the podcast. Because remember, Rich Dalrymple. <laughs> was yeah, the guy yeah, we do. Press. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered that. Um, after the podcast came out, their press guy got caught, you know, was, ex- you know, the scandal of his recording the cheerleaders in the dressing room was exposed, quote unquote, and he got, you know, kicked out. And so they got a new press person that was like way, way better and finally called me, but the project was done at that point. He's never taken any photos of anybody that didn't want to take I, I don't. I don't also, I'm sure. I'm sure that the second guy that came into that role was like, "I'm gonna uh, there's, there's on one thing the I can't do. The, yeah, <laughs> right. the, yeah, exactly. Like, just just take that one off my to do list. But the Jerry thing, y'all. I'm so excited that that judge ruled um, for that paternity test to go through because it is a Maury situation. We're gonna have like a Dallas-based Maury you are the father situation and I am here for it. Okay. So There's I, not a lot of things that I feel like total, like glee about. And this one I do because I have real, I really believe this young woman who I've heard is actually, you know, not a money grubber. She really just would like to say who her father is. Mm. Um, I'm sure there's alternative. I'm sure there's ulterior mo- motives. I have no doubt, but there's also just, I think any one of us, would like to be able to just not have to lie in public about who our father is. 
Mm, I don't know. Well, you don't really want to open this can of worms. Dan doesn't really know who his dad is. So, <laughs> is it Jerry Jones? I think he's always kind of had the position that uh, he would rather uh, be fairly well compensated and not have a relationship with his dad as opposed to not compensated at all and not have a relationship with his dad. So, he Like, is- I don't have sympathy for her at all because... Really? Yeah. I... Oh, I never knew my dad. Okay, get in line behind millions of others, including me. And yes, she did. They had a uh, a steady income. She got a Range Rover on her 16th birthday. You know what I got? Uh, A 1978 Pinto. A 1978 Ford Pinto that did not go in reverse. And that means you had to park. You had to look forever to find a place where you could get out of there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had a, yeah. Oh, that's why you're back in guy now. You're just showing yeah, off. Just, now you finally have the luxury of being able to reverse. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> and and the, the camera right. and all that. But the point is, the point is, uh, oh, I just I just have this empty hole in my heart. Well, sack up, uh, or she's a girl. Um, toughen up, buttercup. That's what you would yell at a girl, right? All right, two points, Dan. One, my new nickname for you is Buttercup. Two, I think you are the poster child for why people should have know their own fathers, okay? Three, because I just added one, she couldn't consent to this. All of this stuff that you're talking about, her getting the Range Rover and the party and all that, all of that happened before she could ever consent to it. It's, it's you know, it's not, it's not right. And, um... Her mother made that deal. She didn't. Well, let and me say this. I'm just jealous. I am. That's what I'm get. That's what I want. Why you to couldn't my get? mom Thank have you. slept with Jerry Jones and not, or at least Thank like whatever Art, the model or yeah, yeah, someone, <laughs> someone, uh, Drew Carey, just somebody yeah. in Cleveland that that that's well known. <laughs> well, I guess 100%. Cincinnati is and Jerry Springer, right? Complete, so that's not. I completely understand that, Dan, and and I think it's totally un, like like reasonable and you know my mother is a therapist and so one of the roles i intend to play here is um to pop out you know freudian theories about each of you like a little pimple on your back so i feel like we just got one from dan and i feel proud all right well good step one and uh congrats on the job i know you got that job or not a job interview you just have a meeting what do you it's this part of the corporate you know world that you're in now i I did go in for a meeting, you know, like I emailed the editor and then I was like, hey, do y'all have a job? And he was like, oh, I think that we might have something. And then it, like four months passed. And then he was like, oh, come in and meet some people. And I was like, okay. And um, I just, I'm a mess. Like I cuss in the meetings. I'm like always chewing nicotine gum. It's just like, I just feel like a feral cat and I'm having to be domesticated. And it's like, oh my God, I have to wear shoes inside, but I'm going to do it. It's going to be okay. And um, I think it's going to be great. I'm so excited about writing about Dallas. I'm going to write about Jerry Jones. I'm going to write about this woman, Alexandra Davis, I think is her name. And then Dan's going to fall in love with her and realize how wrong he was to to badmouth her. And I'll meet her and, and we'll be like, oh, we have so much in common. Uh, you know, How about coffee? Should, yeah, we should have some coffee and yeah. exactly. kind of talk this over. And boy, I got this stack of bills over here, Alexandra. Maybe you can help me out on this. <laughs> 
All right, Sarah. I'll give you a DNA sample. Know what I mean, Sarah? Jesus, oh, Pete. God. I mean, I'm trying to roll oh, with everything. You know what I was going to right say? There is just. You know what I was going to say was, uh, I wonder, just because like Trump had this huge judgment against him and his 400 million, yeah. and like it feels like he can always just go, well, no, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Like, will Jerry ever actually submit to this test, or can he somehow? S- Appeal or yeah, just yeah, like yeah. I don't think I I have uh, my doubts on whether we're actually ever going to know. He's going to die before it happens. He'd rather die than do this. Yeah. But here's the thing: I don't understand. Genuinely, I don't. Why? His wife has got to know. Yeah, his family's got to know. What's what's the holdup exactly? Like, especially if pride? he's already paying the money. You know, like what is the <laughs> what is the financial disincentive to doing it if you're already you already have a trust. You're already paying this person, you know, annually. Then yeah. just admit it. It's an interesting, though, public knowledge. It's easy to hide it under the table. Yeah, but everybody already knows, though. Everybody, everybody always knows he's a dirtbag. Yeah. Like, this. But it is an interesting show. precedent for the future, though, just based on, yes, the mom made this financial agreement. That baby did not. Yeah. So it, it's a, that's. And to her point, maybe he just doesn't want like, man, if I open the floodgate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I if I make my DNA public. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I think he doesn't want precedent in his own life because if if this happens and and she wins, more people will come. Yeah. So he's holding a finger in the dam, so to speak. That's yeah. Warm. All right, well, go get your – we're making you late for your first meeting or whatever. You are. You guys, I'm so excited to be doing this with y'all. I, I do mostly love you both. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you. Okay, bye. There's the great Sarah Heppola. You can read her in the Dallas Morning News. Also on her podcast she was talking about this week, they have an intern, Blake. Who? I don't know who it coach? is. I'm just saying, they have an intern. Yeah. How come, what, what, what are we doing here? We can't even hire a video guy. Mm. I didn't say hire. <laughs> I think our Bono limit has reached its capacity. <coughs> mm, uh, let's keep trying. Yeah, I mean, geez. We'll take as much Bono as we can get. Hey, I haven't mentioned uh, today is Leap Day. Is that exciting to you? No. Oh. Um, I think it's weird. I think... Uh, I can't remember who posted this last month, but like I do think that there should be a more standardized calendar where every single month has the same amount of days and uh, every month starts on either a Sunday or a Monday. Yeah, that's I've heard that. I heard Razor talking about that. That might have been who it was. And then it kind of caught fire on the ticket a little bit. and uh, It's just too easy. That does resurface every few years or so. Somebody brings this up. 13 months. Yeah. 28 days per month, but then there's one extra day. So I don't like the first is always on Monday and the second is always on Tuesday. I think that one extra day should be the one that shifts everything one over every year. Because your birthday, you don't want it always on Wednesday. Occasionally, you want your birthday on Saturday. Does anybody really care about that? Yeah. Yeah. If your yeah birthday falls on a weekend, that's a big deal. <laughs> Don't yeah. you just have the party on the weekend? Don't yeah, you think? I'll bet same. your wife cares. Not the same. Although she does seem to have like a uh, 
a birthday quarter. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> not even a month. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's, it's B1. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the the leap year thing. The but, only, the but only, so, yeah, then yeah. New Year's Day is like the extra whatever. The only thing I ever really remembered about uh, the leap year day was just Mike Reiner's daughter. Yes, George. the only thing I knew. I didn't know anybody who had that birthday or this birthday, I suppose. You know what's really weird? So I'm getting today in history ready this morning. And uh, so, you know, I'll go to like baseballreference.com, pro football, you know, those to see what are the sports birthdays today. And usually there's 100 birthdays on there. For all the people who have ever played Major League Baseball, there's 100 people that on February 28th were born. And today it's like 10. Yeah, it makes sense. Sure. Right? This is a every uh, four years thing. Are we still doing every four years? How often we do leave yeah, here these for now? <laughs> I think they might actually be voting to expand. Yes. Thank you, Blake. That was a college football joke that he liked. But people listening to us. Yeah. I got five birthdays. Wow. On February 29th. People that are born on February 29th love to tell you about it. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Uh, actually, the first one was for yesterday. Well, that doesn't at all count then. But this is makes it six. Uh, this is Gabby Winters wants to wish happy birthday to Jeff Winters. He is 42 yesterday. Happy birthday, Jeff. That's right. We have uh, Thursday, the 29th, is my 36th. Uh, let's see. I want to tell you how much I appreciate Okay. Uh, let's see. You know. Of course. He loves us. Just killing it. (laughs) This guy loves us. Yeah. He says, I'm sure like most listeners, there are small things I look forward to every episode. Right now, it is Jake's abrupt endings to news segments (laughs) and Blake's random mascots. He's from uh, Saxy. Dude. That's a layup. That's easy money. Yeah. Mustangs? Yeah. That's not too far from him. Mm -mm. That's from Brad Whiteside. He says, attaches a news article from my birthday, so you don't step in a bear trap. My brother Ricky passed away in 2016. The news article is, after his mom gave birth to uh, him, the uh, story was, his brother had a leap day birthday as well. So four years earlier, I think that's an amazing, ironic uh, note. I would agree. If your mom... Also very sad. That that he's not alive anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not what this is. This talk <laughs> is about. This talk is about how cool it is. And he included it. He did. Like he wants us to know. He did. So uh, happy birthday to, uh, to to Ricky as well as... Um, let's see. Did he get... Oh, Brad Whiteside. Mr. Liebman, my birthday, Thursday, February 29th. Mm-hmm. I only get one of these every four years. So See, it's, they love talking about it. They love saying it every time. <laughs> and, and one of these emails, they're going to say, you know, today's my 32nd birthday, but, but I'm, I'm really turning only, eight. <laughs> yeah. I'm certain I'll be woken up in that special way, and I plan on using the Jack Abernathy wolf-catching technique your historian guest talked about last week. <laughs> Good grief. My leaders are Blake, Video Man's background laugh, and FDR doing the cotton-eyed Joe at the 1943 State of the Union address. <laughs> That's not exactly what he did. He just stood up, okay? It was a powerful <laughs> moment. Joe. 
<laughs> but on, it was a powerful <laughs> moment in in the the movie Pearl Harbor. <laughs> what if though? <laughs> the nation just rallies. Didn't they actually? He was the first one off the boat at Normandy, right? Yeah, they, no, yeah. he stormed the beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He ran right up there. Yep, full speed. Grabbed the the Luger out of uh, Hitler's hand and and uh, said, "I got him." Uh, anyway, that's from Rick. Day two, DF number nine twenty three. Uncle Hotmail, uh, leap day birthday shout out to Genevieve. My Dot, dot, dot. Well, I don't know what she is. You see, much like the hang zone in the ticket, we separated last year. So happy effing birthday, I guess, from Daniel. That means it was her call. Yeah. Are you still sending that in? Well, maybe also, like you say, if you even know someone with a February 29th birthday, you need to. Like, we all knew Jordan Reiner. Like, yeah, but I wouldn't send her birthday in. Yeah. But if she just left you and you're sad. Like, maybe she'll hear this. Maybe Jen. I, I, I just can't think of anything more, frankly, cuckish than sending in <laughs> your ex-girlfriend's birthday to a podcast. Like, that's... that's That shows how torn up he is. He wants her back. Not, she's not coming back. So she might. Well, this ain't going to help. Call me. <laughs> Genevieve. Cool name. That Hello, was, Dan. Cool DF, name. 1927, day three. Uh, let's see. I fear I'm writing you on the Sacred Business Wednesday, but I can't keep up the schedule. Keep up with the schedule due to Jake's excessive and unplanned vacations. <laughs> However, as a fellow husband to a much more successful wife, I understand how Jake's lavish lifestyle can look to lesser men. This is just. I write to you today as my wife's birthday is, uh, and I thought, why not? Maybe she'll get a chuck- chuckle out of getting a shout out on the podcast uh, that you pay for, and then he has the. Rolling eyes emoji. Apparently, his wife is like, "Why? You're What's paying the point? for this." Yeah. Happy birthday, Beezy. P.S. Blake, mm-hmm. Wiley resident for seven years here. All right. I support you, Pirates. However, guess on fire. Advanced metrics are indicating we have reached stabilized levels of Blake. Oh, so, he's so not no more, more, no more, no yeah. less. Yeah, we're right there. The analytics doesn't like me. Yeah. And a couple quickies that I'll just read. They're non-birthday emails, but uh, this one says, I popped into my closest Eatsies for some lunch today. The checkout line was stacking up. An employee came around, one of the registers, asked her coworker for the login code. Sheepishly, she told him, 6969. Should you really be reading this right now? (laughs) What are people going to do? Get behind the register and put it in? Check out themselves? I don't know. Should I? Um, my suggestion is no, but I also didn't do it. He says, I look over and gave the Adam Romo picture a mental hell yeah, brother. Thought I'd share the comedy as you are a comedy-based podcast. Mm-hmm. I think I really wanted to read that and didn't really pay <laughs> focus on the meat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You want to beep out some of it? <sighs> I can ask him. He's your friend. That's from Jacob. And uh, one more from Steve. He said, I just saw a Dumb Zone sticker in a North Richland Hills sushi restaurant men's room. Great pub. <laughs> awesome. It was not me, but. Day 2, 1288. So, yeah. if I endorse that, right? If you want to sure. throw our sticker up in a. 
I don't recall where I was recently. I guess it was, uh, it might have been whenever we were, where did we go last that was like far away? Might have been in Oklahoma. But I saw some very creative stall messages. Oh, oh that's right. You are a guy who will pop in. It's a two-hour drive. Yeah. <laughs> saw some phone numbers. Saw some... Uh, dump on the way. Yeah. <laughs> I drank a pot of coffee before uh, hitting in the car, and I didn't have to stop on the way here. Yet, well, I stopped on the way here, and we'll stop on the way home, and I've already, you know, used the bathroom here. Amazing. Anyways. Yeah, the stall messages still, yeah. have to, well, it's got to taper off, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, it's it's nothing like the, the dirtbag days we grew up in. Yeah. But they're still out there. I just never had a pencil on me. A pencil? Whatever. Sharpie. Okay. Are or you under the impression that a pencil... Like you could just write that on a bathroom stall and that would work? No, if you had a number two, you could kind of carve it in there. But sometimes I think some of those guys, that's their bit. Yeah, for sure. They actually carry a Sharpie wanting to. For sure. I just remember the one when I was a little kid reading. (laughs) Um, As I write on bathroom walls, I roll my S into little balls. <laughs> That's Wait. Really, yeah. Can I say shit? You can say whatever you want. I know. We're at a public place. I don't want Kelly getting all mad. He made me such a great plank salmon. Anyway. I saw just the other day, I saw the uh, the ass grass or... Uh, cash? Cash sticker in one. I love that. I know you do. So... Uh, as I write on bathroom walls, I roll my shit into little balls. He who reads these words of wit, eat those little balls of shit. That's really good. And I just, that stuck with, I was like eight, and I'm like. That's poetic. This is great. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. This is wait. basically Shakespeare. <laughs> I can't wait till I'm old enough to carry a Sharpie around and I'm. You guys want to do some kind of sports stuff? Sure. Do I have a sports open? From the wonderful world of sports, radio Who's sports calling me? Do you know what I do for a living? Sort of. I have some Steven. Let's do it. <clears throat> uh, so Steven's at the Combine, and I guess I didn't really consider why it's Steven and not Jerry. Well, it's usually <laughs> both, but it will only be one this time around. I can pretty much guarantee you that. I was thinking, I don't know, Jerry's old. Maybe he's having a bad week, but he's actually having a bad week for other reasons. Yeah. Um, okay, and so kind of like we noted yesterday, Stephen is super generic. As we will note tomorrow. Yeah, Blake. Yeah. I I have regrets. So yesterday we recorded. <laughs> we don't have to stop down for this. We recorded a podcast to air it. Because we want to keep everybody's schedule regular, and we're going to air it tomorrow. But since this was like a video show, and it's a free show and all that, we wanted this to be day of. Yeah. And so I, I now think we should have just put out yesterday's yesterday. Because this is a weird mental game I'm playing all morning on. Well, how well much? then just stop. Well, I, he just said... Yeah, As just, we did yesterday, and now tomorrow you're going to hear a podcast where we're like, hey, I have this new Stephen Jones audio. 
Nobody cares. I'm a perfectionist. Go on. So like we played tomorrow, we played some Steven audio tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so stupid. Like we will say tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, so you ask him about the draft. He's going to sit there and tell you. Oh, it's, yeah. Just very cliche, right? So, um, But he does mention a couple things, including uh, his thoughts for Micah. And so here's Steven at the Combine. Sports? I think that Micah... You know, it's oh, just it's, see, it's it's getting there because it's a guy who's very competitive, a guy who's uh, pretty good. You know, is all about football, if you will. Right. I mean, we all understand. So I had to fade in faith and family as well, but uh, football's got to be important to him. And then, you know, we just uh, you know look for a guy who's going to really help take this team uh, to the next level. And uh, certainly, we'll be spending a lot of time on that and trying to uh, you know make sure when we're uh, picking a player that he fits. You know, those things. And, you know, we certainly have obvious needs, uh, you know, on both defense and offense that we'll need to uh, to look at uh, with guys who are going to be free agents. Obviously, Tyron and Baidaz and, uh, you know. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> who is that? Tyler Biotish? That's who he's talking about. He said Baidaz. Defense and offense that we'll need to uh, to look at uh, with guys who are going to be free agents. Obviously, Tyron and Baidaz and. Uh, you know, you got guys who are because Biadish uh, is a free be, agent this year. Yeah, Biadas. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh, like a children's name for like a like a sheep that's Des Bryant. Biadas. Jeez. Free on that side. Uh, obviously, the linebacking situation we got a little thin there. Uh, you know what Mike's <laughs> vision is for Micah? Is he a Micah. true you know pass rusher most of the time, or has got some you know? Last year he ended up, that's pretty much what he did. And I think, you know, very effective. But I think it hurt us with our linebacker depth because we were thinking, of, you know, he was going to do more linebacking. But, you know, <laughs> linebackering, yeah. You know, obviously. Oh, my God. Is that the fade you wanted? Yeah, 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 that's fine. That was all off the air, but go ahead. <laughs> no, but he's saying that they wanted Micah to play more middle linebacker. And maybe they view him and maybe Zimmer will come in and say – you're more value. You're more valuable to us at linebacker. Okay, so you are saying he said something worthy of listening to, and not just at generic. the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we've alleged that. I think Micah doesn't want to. I think because of the money you make as an edge rusher, and the stats you can put up in that way. Also, uh, it's so much easier to find a guy to play middle linebacker than it is to rush off the edge like that's a disastrous that's, decision yeah let alone micah wanting to do it that's a bad that's goal. where the cowboys want him to do it yeah is this contract related at all of course of course it is but also you know it's Leighton related and it's jabril cox failed related and it's they've been trying to play you know 210 pound safeties at linebacker for two years related so you can just go find a guy. The idea of taking Micah off the edge is like the dumbest thing I can possibly imagine for their defense. And it seems to be picking up a lot of steam. Well, yeah, because he noted that Quinn liked to play a lot of three safety looks, two linebackers, and Zimmer is more of a three linebackers guy. Well. More old school. So maybe we do see that more next year. All right. So I have a piece of Micah, or excuse me, Stephen Jones audio that I've, 
I found a few weeks ago, actually, and we just never got to it. But it was on that Cowboys podcast um, with Saad. Uh, about KT, them Cowboys. Good listen. Machoda. Machoda. And then there's one guy I'm not as familiar with. Kent Garrison. Okay, so did he used to work for the Cowboys? Yes. So tell me if this disturbs you as much as it does me, because we are clearly ushering in the Stephen Jones era where he will be the the uh, GM and owner of the team and all Unless that. Unless it's stuff. Alexandra. Right. <laughs> so, okay, so they're uh, – boy, I'm trying to remember. They're just talking – I can't remember what led into this, but they're he ends up giving a draft day story because apparently he worked for the Cowboys – media and he would have access to I don't know if he says all this it's only a minute clip but he had access to all the the phone calls and the tapes and everything uh, and then they would have to go through all the many hours of it and then pare it down to see what you get on the website okay Stephen Jones story here uh, when I worked there one of my favorite parts was after the draft going through all the tape of the draft and seeing who called them because it's all recorded you know like all the all the all the trade requests and all that it's all it's all they just seeing you know all that like so the stuff they turned down you know uh when they could or, or or listening seeing and listening the Sorry. lions called him <laughs> and and offered him somebody and steven was like who is that and i mean it was a it was a pretty decent name and he was like who uh, he's a uh, blah, blah, blah. And they explain who it is. He's like, Oh, we'll call you back. And Steven just like hangs up the phone and just sits there and keeps watching the draft. <laughs> like, doesn't even tell anyone that somebody called, doesn't even ask Will who this guy is. <laughs> and then the guy calls back like five minutes later. It's like, Hey, did you think about that? And he's like, yeah, no, bye. <laughs> but That's it was just pretty like how I imagine it that like, <laughs> a he didn't even know who the player was and B didn't attempt to look it up and see if it might be worth <laughs> looking into. I hate I hate being a fan of this team. Like that feels like fireable and agree. Yeah, like a if normal he job. If he wasn't a Jones, <sighs> like you don't want to. Maybe I, Alex I thought, would be better. I thought we uncover every uh, turn over every rock, and we're, we're you know yeah, we're always bad. looking for everywhere, and just not. And uh, okay, so. I think I set it up pretty good that, like, elsewhere in the audio, he was kind of like, you know, it wasn't a huge name. It wasn't Megatron, but it was a guy I've heard of. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're running an NFL team, you should know every 50 name. players on every team. Yeah. Maybe not all 90, you know, but, but somewhere close to that. And if not, you should at least follow up afterward. And sometimes when people call, they are saying they are trying to find a match. Like, oh, wait, I know yeah. they lack linebacker depth. Yeah. Actually, we have these guys. What if we did a little swap? And it might not, you know, it's not a uh, the Roy Williams trade or the, you know. Joey Galloway. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not earth-shattering, but it's. That's what wins you, right? The the little tiny things. Yeah, and like we've joked about this before, and it's, it's not like I think you have to just work 24-7, 365. But, I mean, dude, when I saw him in Montana, I'm like, shouldn't you be at work or something? Like we were at a music festival, and he was just like, I don't know. He was doing what you thought he was doing. 
he was just housing Brown. And I'm like, man, I don't know. I feel like if you have like one of these like extremely high profile jobs in the summer, you should just be like nose to the grindstone all the time. Now, the flip side of that is like the people who would yell at Romo to like be out front throwing a tire to a football whenever he was like with metal school or on Lake Louisville or whatever. But I don't know. It just seems to me like it's the same thing as always. They're just about a lot more than doing the job. That's really bad, though. <laughs> I was surprised that didn't catch more fire and yeah, become a big. That's really bad. Local public story because I, I, I just. That's not good. Maybe just people haven't heard it because. Yeah. And now they will on this huge podcast. That's right. <laughs> um, well, he goes on, and um, and I, I I think this is the Randy Gregory situation because Stephen apparently botched that right where Gregory had a deal with Jerry. And then Jerry handed it to Steven, who got the numbers wrong. You're going to have to walk me through it, Jake. But they had a chance to bring back Randy Gregory two years ago. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, what it really came down to was that they wanted to be able to void his contract if he got suspended. And the Broncos were like, no, we'll just pay you. And his agent, you know, said, well. (laughs) With his history, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've been suspended a lot. You're probably going to get suspended again. And, so, yeah. And similar, Demarcus Lawrence. The right? Demarcus Lawrence one was that Stephen told him, "Hey, we're not gonna, we're not restructuring your deal. We're not going to give you more guaranteed money." And either Lawrence went to Jerry or Jerry went to Lawrence and was like, "You know, yeah, we definitely are. Like, get Stephen on the phone." And they just sidelined Stephen. He doesn't have a lot of power. <clears throat> he just <clears throat> talks like he does, except that one draft day when. Jerry yeah, wanted Manziel. Tackle him over Manziel's draft card. Yeah, and uh, I, I think his value of players, I mean, this this could all just be public negotiations because he's going to have to get Micah and CD done here in the near future. Uh, but this is kind of troubling for me in his just evaluation of how to beat the salary cap. But the cap has gone up tremendously. So it's, uh, you know, to me, it's not a lot different. It's just, uh, you know, how many guys you're trying to fit in there. And to me, it's, a, you know, it's about players. You know, we had a situation last year where you end up losing a guy, but you end up getting four players rather than what you might have paid one player. And, you know, that's the way you have to look at it. Would you rather have, you know, three or four players for three and four and five million apiece or one player for 20 million? So those are the, you know, things you get into weighing in terms of, you know, where you're better off. I'd rather have the 20 million guy. <laughs> Depends on your team, but in general, I would agree. Dude, every year this happens. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just the only thing I'm surprised by is he didn't mention the pie. Right, yeah. The pie is every year. I mean, Jerry and I aren't making any more money. Right, no. It's... But you can see the negotiations, right? Micah, we can't really pay you this. Um, yeah. And then if that anything like that happens, hey, well, I mean, look, we got uh, Durant's Armstrong coming in. We uh, re-signed Leighton Van Der Esch. Like, you get 11 guys on the field. Don't you want the best 11 as far as talent and not value? Alex Davis can't be worse, although they have won 36 games. So how does this work? Like, does he actually have to go – in my mind, uh, I thought that you actually had to go and uh, eject into a cup. I'm learning it's actually just like a cotton swab. Yeah. Which that's disappointing to me. 
You thought a DNA test was like a IVF appointment? Kinda. Can he do that? And so with 23 and yeah. me, do you think all the guys are doing that in a cup and sending it all? That's a really good question. Yeah, are you an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I thought like it would at least be blood, but not like a swab of your cheek. Like I mean, they be... could take a hair, can't yeah. they? To prove paternity? That sounds bad for me. DNA? Like, I don't know. I just... I know you can get like I a hair drug test, like a follicle test for drug tests. No, test, but, but I, I mean, I'm just thinking of CSI or something. How do they find the, the Golden State Killer or whatever the... Yeah, hair was left at the crime scene. Yeah, and we were able to match his DNA. This all sounds pretty sensible. <laughs> 23 and me, you're just kind of hammering just constantly. <laughs> Order me another one. <laughs> And the, the, I want to do twenty. They they actually send you yeah a uh, Playboy <laughs> yeah. and a vial. Yeah. The clinic some, needed some it. Some beats, some wireless beats. Your clinic <laughs> needed it in fifteen minutes, but you're going to ship it across the country for twenty three and me. That's a really good point, Blake. That's a really good point. Dental records, something like is it is it just like I just saw that they said they were only going to do a cot, uh, cotton like cheek uh, cheek swab. And to me, that doesn't seem like if I'm Jerry, I'm like, I, that feels like a not provable. No? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> no. Well, like a lie detector test. Like you can't take that to court and that be 100%, right? Okay, like but there's we've come fu- a long way with DNA technology, dude. And it's just cotton swab on your cheek. That's it. And you could prove, like, who you're related to. Like, you could take the uh, – if you throw that water bottle away, we could get the crime lab to, to get your, your your spit off of there. Yeah. Haven't you seen that? Like, I, Yeah, we talked about it with that one, like, uh, that one bank robber guy. It was like a Gatorade bottle or whatever. But I didn't know that was the same. I thought they had to, like, match that with something else they had from you. Not like match that with well, yeah. If they your already have child. your DNA on file, right? Or yes, if it's the uh, now we have semen at the crime scene, and I got well, yeah. that bottle that you drank from. That hey, that does match this. How did you think they got DNA from women? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they swabbing something else? No. Why do they call you guys? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want to be the like Frisco? They got. Yeah, that's a bad. It was a bad point. Think about like the Frisco uh, RN that has to go in and swab uh, swab Jerry's cheek. Or in your world, well, that be a, yeah, to, that'd be a lot better than the RN that has to just you know handy. Yeah, yeah. get it. Get a burst of dust. <laughs> like, will they go to him? Yes. When's the last time he's been to a doctor's office? Right. Does he just have... I mean, they've got a medical facility at the Stars, so I would imagine like a lot of the things that he gets done, preventative care and stuff like that happens in Frisco. But like, when's the last time he just sat in a waiting room and filled out like those laborious <laughs> forms where you're like, you have all this info already? When's the last time he flew coach? <laughs> Man. Similar? Well... Time period? Probably before. Probably twenty six <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah, around the time. Oh that he yeah, because he was he was booking a flight with the. Yeah, in Fayetteville or Little Rock, maybe. <laughs> All right, that's that's great probably stuff. a good ender to Stephen. That's great. <laughs>
The Dumbs Up Dumbs Up Topic number one. <clears throat> what is your position on the role of government in supporting innovation in the field of biotechnology? Well, Dean, I'm, I'm glad that you asked that Actually, question. Actually, I'd like to jump in and take that one, Jimmy, if you don't mind. Have at it, Hoss. Recent research has shown that empirical evidence for globalization of corporate innovation is very limited. And as a corollary, the market for technologies is shrinking. As a world leader, it's important for America to provide systematic research grants for our scientists. I believe strongly that there will always be a need for us to have a well-articulated innovation policy with emphasis on human resource development. Thank you. What happened? I blacked out. You're listening to The Dumb Zone. <coughs> Not that far off. This is so fun here in Athens, Texas. So did you... You parked out front. I got a great Texas. spot. I did. Well, you got to watch. It's a two-hour limit. Find me. Okay. Here's the guy with the rich wife. <laughs> oh, my God. Let it go. <laughs> Whatever. I'm no. hemorrhaging money. I'm not worried about money. Do you look out? Just do you know what Blake's car looks like? Come I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, just come over here for a second. Okay. I yeah. need you to look at it and then walk back. Okay. Uh, I don't know that you'll be able to stretch. Can you see it? Here. What if I, I do this? Yeah, I can see, see it. See the blue guy? Yeah. What do you see? <laughs> Did you back in? Mm-hmm. Back in guy, huh? Back in parking guy. All I hear all my life is ridicule. Oh, look at this old man. He backs in just like all the other olds. Or is it all the other brilliance? People. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to believe how fast I'm going to get out of here. That's what I'm it's saying. It's going to be insane. However, uh, you'll be in Wiley before you know it. No, I had pulled in the one way parking lot the wrong way. I don't want to hear it. And so, if you're going the wrong way, because the parking spots are angled, and so rather than just try to like whip it in there forward, Don't I just drive guest? past it and, and back in. And how many? In. There's so it's such a it's a tight. There's a million a, there's parking a huge, spots there's a big in there. I thought you today. and I had one thing. Not, not a lot of space one is available. Thing together. I had to grab that one. I already burned the Welcome. apple thing. Welcome over here. We can't make fun of him for the apple thing anymore. Well, you ruined that. I did ruin that, but I thought we still had the pull in forward parking thing together. Yeah, but I was. I was going the wrong way, and it was just easier to back in. I had a lot of gear with me, too, I'm just to on bring my, in here. I'm on my own on everything now. Oh! I talk you up in the Dallas Observer, and this is what I get? Yeah, you did. Thank you. Are we doing a monthly business review for our show? Oh, yeah. Is that the thing you were, I was supposed to remind you? or No, there was something else. I mean, we don't have to do it today. Okay. I think he's happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like he's exactly uh, prepared for yeah. that, so yeah. yeah. I probably shouldn't. I feel like yesterday you were so gung-ho. Dude, the Texan, yeah. the Texan dude, so Athens. Much com. Come get married here. Okay. I'm going to. Now? Oh, well, not next. today, but the, the second one will when definitely. When you re renew your vows? Hmm. <laughs> what do you think of people who do that? You Jake is awesome? definitely going to have to do that at some point. Yeah. 
I mean, I definitely know people who have done it, and it's always a little bit suspicious. <laughs> Is it like you know he cheated on her? Could go both ways. I empower women. Yeah, but I don't think that'd be the answer for like <laughs> if your wife cheated on you, it wouldn't be, be like, like let's oh give yeah, renew our vows. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> let's really make sure the world knows that we are. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I I just I just really like this place. Is what I'm saying, Dan. It is great. Let's move here now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, by the way, congrats on uh, the Dallas Observer article about you. What? Yesterday it dropped. Kelly Dearmore. Yeah. No, we referenced it less than two minutes ago. You did. Yeah. You guys, see, you, guys, else, you guys all got to see this in person. Everybody huh? else heard it. Yeah. No. We we yeah. we brought say? up us complimenting Blake and the Dallas Observer no less than two or three minutes ago. Yeah. Like since the break. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like right after back in party. You guys see how this works? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How was it? How did I react? You did. <laughs> you, 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 know, you, you, you really did. We understand why. Yeah. <laughs> you were not paying attention. <laughs> I was just kind of thinking about: Do we read quotes from that? Because I just thought there was one funny one. Which was what? Probably his. Yeah, it was you. Which was what? I don't know. You were all like, yeah, we told him to F off. And oh, like, yeah. Everyone. Yeah, I don't know. I just I thought we just kind of said we disagreed. Uh, we yeah. said. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, those are the same thing. <laughs> he did have to clear up. McDowell, a little more diplomatic, yeah, said. He <laughs> wanted to put on a white glove and go duel. That's on my, uh, on our show's headstone or whatever, you know. Dan McDowell, well, a little bit more diplomatic. A little bit more, but, yeah. you know. No, I mean, I feel like, uh, I feel like if you want to, you want to mock it, you can. <laughs> I, but I also think that we're... Plenty of times where you were, uh, you and I were using the terms "fuck off" in oh private my, together. Oh my! Oh my! Perhaps, perhaps there was. Yeah. But of course, my public persona is a 180 from what you see uh, when, when when you get behind closed doors. That's why you want to schedule one of these remotes. That's right. Because uh, you will see me unleashed, brother. <laughs> like during breaks. Oh yeah. It was uh. No, I mean was I, off the chain. It was like, uh it, it's it's obviously weird. Like I feel like every single time you get interviewed you're like why did I agree to do this? <laughs> Nothing ever comes off the way that you want it to. Yeah, you know what? So and, like, Kelly Dearmore and he's awesome, dude. Yeah, we've I've, known I've him known a, long for a long time. time. Yeah. I wanted to call him over uh, the weekend. And then I thought I'd be like doesn't like Adam Schefter would call somebody like or somebody's somebody, agent or yeah they call him yeah. like no no can you shape this because afterwards I'm like I, I just don't I don't want to I don't know I don't want to toot our own horn and I don't want to uh, you've made that very clear I'm trying not to burn a bridge like obviously they don't care about the bridge <laughs> yeah but I'm just I, I when I'm in the middle of stuff like I've referenced Dayton recently, or maybe it's tomorrow. I don't know when. <laughs> but I worked in Dayton for a guy that it really drove me nuts, and I had to write, you know, a journal about it, and it just, it, it, uh, and I always kind of vowed in my man, this guy, I'm gonna mf him when I leave, and I'm gonna, 
you know, prove to the – and then it was like, okay, well, that's the past. And I just don't want to almost dr- – I don't care. Whatever. I, want, I just want to go my own way and do my thing and don't want them effing with me, and why do I need to eff with them? And that's what I feel about this whole situation too. Yeah, and I think just like from a personal standpoint, <clears throat> you know, as I've gotten older, it's been um, it's been really great. I'm not trying to like butter you up here, but it's been great for me just to know you because you're way more like let's just let stuff go. You know, you know me. Like I want to come in and slap somebody. Yeah, let's let's go at it. <laughs> like that's my my the way that I feel like I I don't want to say raised, but like I'm I'm a very by nature a very aggressive person. Like let's handle this head on. Yeah, and I feel like being around I'm you like, passive aggressively. Let's handle it that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Being around you I for just make a, a little sli- snide comment now and again. Every now and then, yeah, yeah. For such a large portion of my adult life has helped me on that front. But at the same time, he did turn you into cat guy. He did turn me into cat guy. That's right. But at the same time, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mind saying like I, I am bothered by how some of this has been handled, um, and not by us. So, I don't, I, I don't feel like we have to not say that anymore if we think it. Yeah. No. So that is what it is. You know? I think we should say whatever we want, and maybe it's. You know, maybe you don't want to say – maybe I don't want to say as much, but it doesn't mean I don't want you to. Yeah, and trust me, I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying 80% of what I'd like to. Uh, but here we are. Yeah, no, it's – good. It was a weird – Except us. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I mean, it was even a weird weekend just because it was, uh, you know, for those very few who don't know that – we used to work for the ticket in Dallas and it was their big celebration every year is ticket stock weekend. And it was their 30th anniversary. Yeah. Uh, they just went through that as well. Had yeah. a, a big show and uh, you know, it was just weird to not, I mean, Blake said it in that article, like uh, yeah, he went like way harder than I did. Yeah. Trying to erase you guys. I don't really think that's the case. I, I personally think I do. I kind of think it's like, it's so fresh and early, I mean, I would just hope as time goes that we can all, I mean, I already get along with like all the people there. Of course. And so maybe it's, you know, just the whole place as an entity as a whole, but everything is still fresh. And I mean, it makes it feel like, like, why would anybody be mad at us, really? We, you know, like, <laughs> we're not the, we didn't, you know, we just didn't come to an agreement. Like, why we are not actively – I didn't sue anyone. I was fending off a lawsuit. Correct. You know, we – I think we bent over backwards trying to show, look, number one, I don't even know if we can or not, but we are not going to go after any sponsors for the six-month period. We're not going to – you know what? We're even going to go behind a paywall. Yeah. That's how much we feel. We do not want to affect the revenue or the ratings – of uh, the place we used to work because I care deeply about all the guys that are still there. And so I, I want life to go on well for them, and I just hope that it does for us. We're trying to, you know, make something happen here. So that's the only – it's more of a little disappointment kind of. I mean, I don't expect them to have a, a wing for us at the, <laughs> the, the McDowell at Ticketstock or anything <laughs> or invite us over uh, possibly in the future. I don't know. I wouldn't count on that. But, I mean, you know, 
guys have left and gone on to do other things. And uh, I think you've mentioned this before, uh, you know, like Mark Elfenbein, who is a great dude, uh, left the station and went on to directly compete with me, with Bob and Dan. Uh, you weren't on the show yet, right? No. I was right ab- before that. Yeah, I was about to be added as your board up right around that time. Because, uh, you know, it's not like we've only worked together for uh, three years. We've worked together for like 15 years. So, uh, And then, you know, is welcomed back into the fold eventually when he was uh, summarily dismissed by the Bob and Dan uh, juggernaut at the time. <laughs> just just routed. I mean, who could, who could uh, go up against that besides just about everybody? Um, all right. I didn't mean to have that talk even. Uh, I was a little bit surprised that you wanted to, but uh, it's totally hey, fine with me. you never know what's going to happen know. with these two wild cards. You just never know. I just think that the, the main thing for me is that there are generations of new memories that are alive again here in Athens, Texas because of the Texan. Yes. In Athens, Texas. The Texan, kind of the epicenter of maybe the heartbeat it's got to be the heartbeat. The uh, the nerve center. <laughs> the nerve center. That's right. Like uh, what what happens here stays here. That's right. Or something. I'm trying to figure stuff no, out. No, that works. You want to call our guest? Sure. See if we can. So do you want to set this up? Yeah. So uh, what? while the dial tone is going or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got to talk over the beef so they can't track the phone so number. So we got an email from a guy. Uh, you may remember him. Speaking of our former employer. He was a, a valedictorian at his high school, and he recited the My Pig speech. Oops. That's too many numbers. His name is Easton, and uh, he emailed us and was like, Hey, here's a news story about my parents. They were involved in a helicopter crash in Kauai, and they lived. And hello. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. <laughs> is this Easton Wolf's dad? Indeed, indeed. This is uh, I am the uh, father, the proud, proud father of the Val Victorian pig boy, <laughs> the my pig kid. This the is uh, uh, it's not Easton Wolf. What's your name, sir? Troy. Troy. So not. I thought it was Winston. Yeah. No, this is Troy. You know Winston Wolf. Oh, you don't. Okay. Well, when you figure it out, just know that as the uh, pilot was landing the helicopter, <laughs> there was a Winston Wolf tie-in of like, let's not get ahead of ourselves about how this is going to go well. So, Troy, tell us, what have your last uh, four or five days been like? Oh, really? It's, it's honestly been the last probably 48 hours. Um, I get, we just flew back, got into DFW today, so my days are getting confused a little bit. But I guess this was Wednesday? Yes, Wednesday afternoon in Hawaii is when all this happens. And uh, it's been crazy. Uh, we were scheduled to fly home uh, today anyway, so it worked out. it worked out good because I couldn't. I wouldn't think it'd be much of a vacation if this happened like on day two and we had four or five days left. It'd be kind of a bummer. Yeah, you don't just go lay by the pool after falling out of the sky? No, no, you don't. So it worked out pretty good. And um, we were going to do some things, 
sometimes flights don't leave Hawaii until, uh, you know, late in the evening, so you can fly overnight. And so we kind of had a plan after the helicopter ride to do some things in the town that day and do some exploring, but we just decided to chill instead. So what exactly happened? Well, so as old as, as you get old in life, Dan, you try to find things that are adventurous, that don't get you motion sickness. And uh, we've, wife and I have kind of just said, you know, we're not doing boat stuff anymore. We can't really handle the motion, but, you know, let's try the helicopter. We think that would be great. And Let me so, just say off the bat, interesting decision. I would think that would like. Hey, boat, I don't want to go on a boat. Boat is worse than helicopter. Really? Boat, for sure. Okay. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, no I just doubt. had the vision yeah. of a helicopter. Yeah. Doesn't feel. You've been on one though, right? Yeah, I was in Kauai. Oh, that's right. In fact, we yeah, did yeah. a. Mine was Big Island, but yeah. A little tour of whatever, a, probably a similar tour that you went on. Yeah. Yeah, probably the same thing, Dan. I mean, it's. Uh, it, it, I, I thought the helicopter would be a little more consistent as far as, you know, flight path. And I think what gets you in trouble in, on the water is just the back and forth and, you know, the different movements and things like that. But I just don't hear a lot anyway. of, um, you don't see any news story about, ooh, uh, this guy died on a boat. As much, I don't think, as maybe a helicopter or a small plane, you know? That's true. I, I was just playing the odds, though, you know? Okay. So, um, actually, it's, it's weird. I think about you guys a lot on vacations. And so, um, we, just, we just passed the Jurassic Park waterfall. <sighs> and, you know, I, I thought of, I, I, as he's showing it to us, and I, I, the music's going off in my head, and I'm thinking about Jake crying. <laughs> um, seriously, I did. And it was beautiful. But uh, you, you think about things like that. And we kind of saw that. We're about 30 minutes into the trip. I'm going to cry. And, Dan, you said you've been on it. You know, that whole west side of Kauai, you can't really get to except by boat or helicopter. And uh, we kind of took a turn to the right to go up that west, the west, west coastline of, the, of Kauai. And we started smelling something that was different. And... I kind of just thought it was, you know, just because we changed directions, it might have been a different, uh, you know, way the wind was blowing or, or whatever. Didn't really think anything of it. And then all of a sudden, the pilot kind of gets a little bit lower, and I hear him say, we're going to try to land. And five seconds after that, there was just a kind of a, and the engine lets, get, lets loose and just, Let's go, and we just start kind of free-falling. Okay, so what's going through your head? You know, honestly, I didn't really know at the time what was going on because my wife was in the front. She's in the front middle, so they, they put you in these helicopters based on height and weight. And so I didn't really know what was going on up there. She knew more than I did because she could read the pilot, the, the body language of the pilot and all that stuff, and I couldn't really see out front of me. I could see out the sides. By the way, this helicopter has no doors, by the way. Jeez. And so we're kind of headed into a cliff when I heard the pop, 
and honestly, I thought about Kobe. For real? And like Kobe actually popped real. through it, your it, head? Not, he actually did. Not, like, not that, that this is the way it's going to go down. Like, this is pretty similar. But then he 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 kind of veered back to the right, and uh, I don't know a whole lot about helicopter aerodynamics or engineering or how that works, but I guess well we'll we'll help you out there. (laughs) We're on top of it. Yeah. What do you need? Well, it 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 auto rotates. You know, when when the engine lets go and and stops, the engine stops turning the blade. I, I would think. Gravity and air would move the keep moving the rotor. Uh, maybe Jerry, I, I don't know, <laughs> but he he did have some control over the helicopter, um, probably limited control. But um, then he we crashed on a beach, and he he did a great job, um, you know, doing salvaging what we could, obviously. So what was left of the helicopter? Like, if you were when you emerge from the wreckage, what does it look like? Is it just look? Is it destroyed? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's totaled. It's just a kind of a wadded up piece. This is yeah, a really we'll dumb. I'll like, send you some pictures. Like Scooby Doo type question, but are you not worried about the blade? No, I tell you what, I was worried about though, Jake, because at that time when we got out, by the time we we get out of there. It feel it felt like a minute or two to get out, which is probably was only thirty seconds. You know how that stuff goes. And everything was stopped. And what I was worried about was, you know, like it blowing up. Mm-hmm. That's what happens in movies and stuff, right? Sure. And so the pilot assured us that he cut the fuel line off or whatever. However, you do that stuff. But, um, no, the blade didn't, that didn't enter my mind. Now, the, the tail rotor was probably 50 or 70 feet in front of us as far as the crash site goes. Mm. Um, but it was in, it's just right, it's in a beach between, I know, Dan, you said you've been out there. It's just, it's all just huge peaks on that coastline. And he just, he, he set it down just in, on a beach, you know, between two huge peaks. Were you there, say set it. I'm sorry. Were there people on the beach that were responding to you? No, you can't so, even. Yeah, you yeah you can't get. Actually, they I found out later it's the beach that where I don't know. I know Blake hadn't watched this, but the James Bond movie. I think it's Man with the Golden Gun. They shot a scene there, but no, it's so remote. I mean, you the only way to that beach is either boat or helicopter. And you you said put it down. I mean, what was the impact like? Um, I mean, I mean it, did you land like a car a crash or, or, I don't know, I guess how, well, how tragic, well, or how, go ahead. Well, he landed on, you know, the, the bottom of the helicopter. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you call that. The, the way a helicopter should land, but he's kind of coming in. He's not coming straight down. He's coming in more like an airplane as far as with a little bit of forward momentum. So, and so when it hit the sand, it skidded. The left side of it dug in, and yeah. it just kind of rolled. Damn. And those those cabs, I guess, are made to where almost like an F1 car or whatever, just kind of like a roll cage. And so we were all pretty well protected inside that. Um, 
except for the yeah the the female passenger that's still in the hospital. But other than that, oh dear. What was the pilot's demeanor like? He was unbelievably calm and awesome. I think all those guys are almost all ex-military. Probably so. And you know, he was kind of debriefing afterwards. I know they practiced some of that auto rotation stuff. Um, obviously not in those conditions, but, um, he was extremely calm. And I mean, without him, you know, if if he made a decision to, he he did say that there was a a secluded beach three miles away that he thought about trying to land to, if he tried to go to that, I don't think we make it because we were just at the right height to where he was able to get, to get it to our beach pretty safely. So if it's not a beach, it's the water. It's the cliff or the water. Okay, water. Would you be alive? Cliff, perhaps not. No, cliff. I think I think we're done. Um, Yeah, and and you're you're trapped in your seatbelt. Water. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. So you said there's no doors. So was Uh the you were in the middle in the back? No, there were there were five total. So you had the pilot and four passengers. Pilot is front left. Oh, okay. My wife is in the middle, and then the uh, female passenger is still in the hospital. She's front right, and I was behind her in back right, and then their uh, her boyfriend was back left. Okay. So do they have any sort of um, I don't know helicopter chasing lawyers that can get you to cash in and bro down and. I don't know, Jake. I don't know. I'm not we that know kind some. Of person. We know some lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. I I know. I know. I, I'm sure that there will be something coming out of this, especially you know the the girl's still in the hospital in Kauai. She's you know going to have to have some rehab time and miss work and all that. So I'm sure there'll be some damages come out of there. But as far as Shannon and I are concerned, we're we just have some bumps and bruises and. Just lucky to be alive and get back to town. Was she injured because the, like you said, there's no doors, and then it kind of landed on the side? Did did she take the brunt of that? The the girl that's still in the hospital, yes, she did. Now my my wife was in the middle and she was fine. Uh, but yeah, the girl that was on the front right, there were pretty much the helicopter came to a stop. She was the one that was injured. So has have you asked your wife like was when you first got seated was she like oh, that sucks yes. she got the open door <laughs> she got the better seat she, she was she was a little perturbed but she wasn't getting the good videos that uh, that Katie was getting on the other side yeah and um, I saw her at one point I saw my wife stop videoing and I kind of thought she was, might be getting motion sickness a little bit but. She just said she was kind of getting pissed that she wasn't getting good videos, so she just kind of stopped and took in the view. Jeez. Did you get a refund? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a coconut shrimp voucher or something? Did you go to Yelp to (laughs) express your displeasure? Well, so they took us uh, to the ER, which is fine. We we probably needed to get checked out because we were supposed to fly out the next day, and we wanted to make sure we were fit to fly and everything. And so it's funny. I was checking my phone and I saw the email come through that where they refunded the trip. And I'm like, Oh, that's, at least I didn't have to ask. <laughs> um, and then, uh, 
And then I think an email came through like later that evening or something as far as a trip recommendation or put it on Yelp or whatever. And so probably don't want me doing that. <laughs> They're asking for five stars? Two star. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. one. <laughs> I would I would give him two just for the pilot because he saved our he saved our life. For yeah, sure. one star is you, you are at a point where you can't make that review. I think correct. Yeah. I think two is is warranted because just the pilot was was so good. He's your Sully. <laughs> he is. I didn't I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, but I think with Sully, Dan, I think I think. A lot of pilots could have done that. I'm not That's sure. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> many helicopter pilots could do this one. Yeah. Well, you are a um, your subscriber, so we're very glad. Although, had you not it survived, auto renewing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. Well, his account would have closed at some point. At some point, but yeah, no. the, the main thing know, is. Yeah, that we retained $7 a month. Yeah, I'm glad. When that pilot landed the bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our, yeah our, so it's a win-win for everybody, I think. <laughs> yeah, now that now that we've had you on, too, you might be like, okay, I'll definitely keep subscribing to these guys. Maybe that's the key for us, is just we just need to have everybody, everybody on Everybody almost die? Oh. Yeah, no, yeah. we just. Something like that. I did, I did think I, at one time, too, that, after the crash, and we were kind of because we had to wait about two hours for them to uh, to come get us. I I did think that because there's no cell phone or anything. I did wonder if if we would have died. Like, would I have been the most famous one on there? I did come <laughs> to my head. That's the Dan McDowell way. Yeah. Based on being my pig's dad, my pig kid's dad. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I think so. And then also the another t- difficult part is how do you think we got back to the airport? No, we had to get on another helicopter. No, no boats. No, Jake. That that west side of that island. I mean, it's like tidalways oh. and stuff over there. I'm not getting on a boat. Are you demanding the middle seat? Oh my god. No, but I did think. You know what? What I might ch- as well do this. What are the what chances? Are the odds yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> it's the classic. What were we talk, who were we talking about yesterday? We had the reverse Nate Newton, Hollywood Henderson. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we recorded a show yesterday, Troy. It's throwing us all off. So, Troy, oh, well. we often hear about, you know, like uh, makeup relations or maybe you got divorced. Oh, yeah, 9-11. And traumatic experience. Is there like some sort of... We survived a helicopter crash, love, that you want to tell us about? Boy, that's a that's a phenomenal question, Blake. No, I mean, what do you mean, Blake? Like, I don't understand the question. Sometimes- Did you guys have awesome sex that night? That's what Blake is saying. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we no, just went through this together. Store. We've heard about 9-11 babies, you know, yeah. like, oh, we just had a traumatic experience together. Let's do it. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, not yet. That all happened before. We're celebrating our 25th anniversary, so oh, uh, so we don't have all sex. the banging. All the banging was done before. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Easton. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for Sorry, sure. Sorry, Easton. Banging. Easton knows. But no, Easton after, has heard. Easton has no lied in bed with his hands over his ears. We were too like, sore to <laughs> do anything. We just kind of sat there and got a pizza and looked around. Yeah, that sounds like. My anniversary. It actually sounds like every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, which is every day yeah. and my anniversary. 
the woman in the hospital, though, uh, what were her, yeah. like, you have to wait two hours. Is she got a bone sticking out of her skin? What's going on? No, she ended up having a fractured, I think two fractured vertebrae, I think. And, um, but she couldn't, she was laying down on the beach and my wife was, was pretty much mother hen and her because she was pretty scared. She's kind of in her twenties and, you know, with her boyfriend, didn't really have any family there. So she was a little anxious. And so my wife did a wonderful job taking care of her and, but no, she was, um, you're like, good. I really couldn't move her her lower body. So where's the bruise? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're glad that you're not dead. Yeah, me too. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you ever going to do one of those again? No, probably not. You know, we out where we live, hunting hogs in helicopter, that's real big, and I've, I've often wanted to do that, but I don't think I'll do that again. Get the yeah, AR? No, helicopter, no more. I'll tell you what, yeah. though. I've always, I have kind of always wanted to do that. Oh, Jake! I got a got a ranch. Come out and shoot it. An AR from a helicopter, dude. Yeah. Like, how close are you going to get badass. to feeling like Rambo? Right. Um, I was thinking the hanging, s- out of, the hanging out of the helicopter part, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, were you upset? Let's say that you weren't the only survivor. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> He's got a wife. Oh yeah, she might hear this. <laughs> Maybe we. Yeah, she's. Sitting right here next to me. I, yeah, yeah. I, Let's. I we'll really ask you next week. Speak to that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen Bruce Willis though? The uh, the movie Unbreakable. That's it. Yeah. I would I would feel like a badass if I were you. Yeah, you could. I mean, you roll could the anything. dice today. Yeah, go uh, parachute jump without a parachute type thing. You know all that stuff. Or what do you call that? Yeah, I'm pretty old for that stuff. What man. would you say? Parachute jump without a parachute doesn't make sense. Skydive without a parachute. No. Skydive. Yeah. yeah. I have trouble with words there, Troy. I do too, Dan. Yeah. And it's, get, it's getting worse as it gets older. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, Well. thanks. Thanks for uh, joining us. Thanks for the story. Thanks for having that happen to you to thanks entertain Thanks for the us. subby. Thanks for being alive. Yeah. Nope. Any Anytime, guys. Love you guys. What do you um, want to promote? Can I, get a, can I get a closing comment? Yeah, no. Yeah. Give us your final thoughts. Closing remark. <sighs> Can we get like tractor trailers and trucks out of the text express lane, the text dot lanes? That is a, a worthy cause. I would agree with you on that. I mean, it's unbelievable, man. You, it, they're they're screwing the whole thing up. I'm you, paying this premium. You know why they're in there, right? For the cash, yeah. You got to follow the money, right? Because they're charging them probably double. Those drivers don't have to pay for that. So yeah, they're on every tollway and every point. express lane. <laughs> How did this guy yeah, just come in with a transportation-related hot opinion to walk <laughs> off? Because he just <laughs> drove <laughs> died two days ago. He just drove home <laughs> from the airport yeah. or something, or and he's stuck behind someone right yeah. now, and that's what he's bitching. No, okay. I'm at, yeah, no, I'm actually in, I'm actually in Minner Wells, uh, driving back home. Blake, what is the Minner Wells mascot? <sighs> oh man, Rams. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Wow. All right. You he- you're headed to Graham, right? Does not miss. Yeah, Graham. So what's what's Graham? Steers. Okay. What are the what are the uh, the girls called? Oh, 
Didn't we just do this? Certainly not the cows. That was a different. That was Bridgeport. No. Oh. Yeah. Um, is not, it? It's not the, the Lady either. Steer, is it? No. The Queers. Okay. La- yep. That was awesome. Good guess. <laughs> lady, lady Blues. Okay. Yeah, that's better than Sissies. Yeah, sissies. Yeah, it's better than Sissies. Cues. Better than Sissies. What about the Graham Crackers? No? Ooh, yeah. I'll bet the demographics would work <laughs> out there. It, it's, that's, probably, that's probably on par, I would guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, this has been riveting. This, yeah, <laughs> man. <you're, laughs> just, tell us about the helicopter crash sex. Would you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you Send us an email will. later. Yeah, yeah. We'll All right, reconvene man. at a later date. <laughs> All right. Good talking to you. Say hi to uh, to Winston or uh, Easton or whatever kid you want to say hi to for us. Will do. And he'll. Uh, he's at University of Alabama and listens to you guys all the time. So. All right. Thanks, Roll guys. Tide. All right. See you, man. Roll Tide. See you. Bye. That's Troy Wolf. That's good stuff. That was. That awesome. was. <laughs> what if you had a kid who was a valedictorian? Would you feel like proud or <laughs> like, boy, I really underachieved? Um. Yeah, like, gosh, this is in me somewhere. But I just yeah effed it all up. Yeah. Uh, see, I I can't even answer that. I was so far from having a kid who was a valedictorian. <laughs> Your kids Not are pretty successful, though. I mean, a uh, hell of a lot more successful than, at this stage, you. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I would even say, I, I look at, like, my five-year-old now, and I'm like, you're outpacing me for what I was at, like, eight. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, you, you take the pride and not the jealousy? Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I'm yet jealous of my kids at, at this point. Give it time. Uh, how long have we been going, Jake, uh, Blake, Jake? Who are you? About 150. Uh, it's probably time then, huh? Hit it. Here's Jake with the Dumb Zone News. We're leaving so much on the table today. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has sued Pornhub's parent company for allegedly violating state law by failing to int- uh, implement age verification measures to ensure that children cannot access the adults-only sites. I uh, agree that they have not done that. You can confirm? I believe so, because there are sites that you'll just have to click. It's silly. It is It is really silly. Because you, know you don't really do anything. And you the just ones click a button. It says, are you 18? Yes or no? Yeah, and the ones that yes. are really ridiculous are, um, it's not like I'm going to a bunch of like beer and liquor websites, but when I used to have to get copy points for, you know, and our former employer, you would go there and it's like, enter your birthday. I did that on a tobacco. I would. Yeah, I bought like, chew on uh, in through the mail a couple times, and I thought that'd be cheaper, and it wasn't. What do you, do you want a trivia question? I mean, yeah, what like the click all the stop signs? I don't know, but it does make me think of the time that I went to get a uh, a fake ID at Vicon Village, and uh, they were like, "All right, so you want an Oklahoma ID?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is the one I've heard is the easiest one to get by with." And they're like, "Fill out your address." And I wrote uh, Brown Trail, Bedford, Texas. <laughs> they're like, "You want me to put Bedford, Texas on an <laughs> on an Oklahoma ID?" I'm like, "You know, how old what? were you?" Uh, Obviously not old enough to. No, 18 or 19. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And so then what? you put down one, two, three Main Street. Yeah, uh, o- Oklahoma Avenue. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about people that get fired up, like in the porn industry itself? Like, uh, we don't think you should have to have age verification. I mean, you do to drink, you do to stuff, so why not? Yeah, I mean, I think you definitely should. I don't know how they do it, you know. But, I, I mean, mean I, I also think that for guns and, you know, driving. You know, you have to verify and get a license for a lot of things. I, I don't know about a license to porn, but at least <laughs> to prove you're 18, what's wrong with that? Okay. No, I have no problem with that. Yeah. You're probably fighting a losing battle, you know, just like you are with all the other things you just mentioned, right? I mean, everybody, probably everybody here who wanted to could find alcohol before they were 21. You could find somebody that could get you a dip or something like that. But, no, I do think that uh, as sex positive as I am, uh, I don't think it was great that I had unfiltered access to Internet porno when I was 16. Right. And that was not like because it was being encouraged by any means. It was just that it was the Internet. And it was like, well... I'm in shop class. Let's hop on here no, with no firewall. And that was then. Yeah, now. Because think mean, of yeah, now I was having how, to wait an entire first period to see half a boob. How easily available it is loading. now. Which then makes, you know, this is stuff you got to deal with. Oh, I know, dude. That I'm, your kid, first of all, I feel like, you know, every year Progressively. It's, it's it's younger and younger. Like, oh, no, my six-year-old needs a cell phone because I need to be able to find him or something or yeah. whatever. No, I'm terrified, man. Because I can't even remember how long we waited with our girls, but I, got I a think phone. teenage. I got a phone when I got a car. Okay, I think our girls might have been 13. But it was also a wait. I mean, it isn't Nokia 5150. Brick. Right, no. It was, you know. It's the I world had, of the iPhone. I but had now, Snake. Or whatever. But on now there. they even have, he, he probably has a play iPad or a phone or something similar. He doesn't, but she has like a, yeah, she has like a tablet. It's not connected to the internet. But yeah. you know, it has like ABC mouse on it and a couple of other. But it's grooming you. It's getting you for ready sure. for this is what you're going to be using. Yeah. And I've somewhat given up the ghost on that a little bit because. That's just what you're going to use for work going forward. Yeah. And school. And school. So, yeah. on one hand, you're like, oh, okay, I don't want my kid having this thing in its hand all the time. But on the other, you're like, well, they're going to have it in their hand for the rest of their life. Well, that's why you got to get her a VR headset now. I, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. She'll be wearing one of those. That terrifies me. Or the, is it Google or Apple? Who has the thing people are walking around and they're... It's Apple, the Vision Quest thing? Yeah. Or not Vision Quest. That's from that South Park. People are putting out videos of I don't remember. how they're on the subway. The Apple Vision thing. Opening, they yeah. got five windows open and they're yeah. doing this and that. It feels like we're not that far away from that being issued by your school. Yeah. Like when my one-year-old is in high school, will they just issue him a headset? They're just like, just work on this all day. In the same way that they issue, you know, a, a, a notebook, you know, a Acer-type computer today. Because the cost will obviously inevitably come down. So, I don't know. Yeah, my I'm freaked s- out. second daughter got... The first one didn't fall into that, but the second one got a 
like iPad meta or, something. or something. It wasn't. Oh, an iPad, at school, but it was a okay. It was a school issued tablet. Anyways, Ken Paxton is suing Pornhub. <laughs> okay, cool. That was kind of the start of that story. Uh, uh, a, a booking possibly for Blake as uh, Matthew McConaughey has a new children's book. McConaughey, hey, hey. No. As done by Dr. Phil's son. We know. We know. You guys should book, book him, Kelly. He does music. He lives in Texas. Would you would you want to come down to see Dr. Phil's son playing some tunes? No. Oh, well, I will. So he read this book, did McConaughey, to uh, children at uh, St. Jude's Hospital earlier this month. And I got to be honest. I feel like that's his lane. What? Like, I'm not saying he's a bad actor, but... Was anybody ever created more to just read to children than Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> well, we've heard him doing Baby Longhorn. Baby Longhorn. I feel like whenever I, uh, and this kind of dovetails with something that we said tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. With uh, like how cool my mom was about charity and stuff like that. I don't love bringing this up, but when I did used to, and I did not get a DUI, I did not have community service, but I used to go read a kid, uh, read to kids at a school. I don't really feel like I have the affect for it. Yeah, you're too like kind of an asshole in your face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's calming, so soothing, yeah. and just just the University of Texas Longhorns, a great team to root for, a great school to go to, a beautiful city. Colorado River weaves its way through there. It's the state's capital. This is just him, the outtakes, I think. Yeah. So enjoy baby Longhorn. And remember, hook them horns. I mean, boom, I think we got all that. Yeah. I'm going to go to outro. Perfect. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> just perfect. Yeah. Just perfect. Like that's AI kid reading. Yeah. Couldn't come up with anything better. Yeah, I think I. You know what? I may. I may actually have to do this for the for the for the baby boy. What? Buy the book. Buy the audio book. Does your boy listen to audio books? Is that like? Is that reading a book for him? If you're teaching him to read? Yeah, he's not blind, so I don't know if it counts or not. Okay. And then I know we talked about this earlier um, with Sarah, and then with my uh, my supreme. Uh, Maury Povich mistake about Jerry, but like we didn't talk to Sarah tomorrow. <laughs> that was today. <laughs> no I, things I, we did earlier I today. I can't believe they're actually making Jerry take a paternity test. Again, I will believe it when I see it. I feel like they're going to somehow delay it. Like he'll never actually do it. But a judge did say he had to. Do you think she'll ever be featured on television at a Cowboys game? No. But I think she wants a piece of that pie. Do you remember? Like, it's, it's how many billion? Oh. Is he worth? Ten? I, I mean, I, yeah. Who knows? Probably a lot more than what's listed. Because I, there's probably some, there's probably is a monetary reason. Like, oh, I just want to know who my dad is. Okay. 
But if he dies, <laughs> yeah, now and his estate is split up, there's probably some kind of a uh, law that that says yes, it's between your whatever children. I and, don't know. And I really Maybe don't. Not. I don't know that we, you can properly understand how insane it is that this this person and her mother were featured on a reality television show about being rich in Dallas. They were living in Highland Park. And the reason they're rich... Is because she had sex with Jerry Jones. Right, because Jerry pays her a uh, healthy, you know, And if you recall, I mainlined all, like, nine of those episodes, and everyone would ask them, like, where did you get your money? And they never had a good answer. Ah, you know. Trust. Which is true. We had some money left to us. But, like, she would never say how or why. Right. And it feels like the sort of thing that probably a lot of people in Dallas have known about for a long time. And that, I think, is what Sarah's saying when she's like, there's probably a lot more Well, that's that a lot of people have known about for a long time. When the story first broke, how many did we hear from? At least a, I mean, we were sent at pictures. At least one, if not two other. Yeah. Pictures of uh, her at her 16th birthday party with the brand new Range Rover. Yeah. And then my last story here is also somewhat football-related. Uh, we've talked about this a couple times. The Chiefsaholic, the Kansas City Chiefs superfan. Do you know who this guy is? Like, if you – can you conjure up uh, – he, he looks like this, okay? He wears, like, a wolf. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't make sense. Why is he a wolf? None. You would rather him just kind of feather an it up? Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, his name is uh, Xavier Babadar. He would wear a werewolf costume to Chiefs games. And uh, he had a crazy, crazy situation uh, towards the uh, end of last season where on the way to a game, he committed multiple bank robberies. Whoa. And these were not his first bank robberies. Wait. Banks aren't open on Sunday. I think he was probably headed down on Saturday. You know, or headed up, whatever. But, but was, he was he was traveling to Kansas City. What? Well, yeah, but I think he hit a bank in Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he was at the Texans game that weekend. Yeah. Like, so it's like I need some his, money for the weekend. I don't know, but they say that he he wasn't wearing the whole wolf thing, was he? I don't think so. That'd be he easy did, to catch him. It, uh, at least seven states, hundreds of thousands of dollars in stolen cash, using it to gamble online, and then at casinos. So he was living Damn. He was living life. And while this was going on, they were still showing him on games. Like in his werewolf costume. He was sentenced uh yesterday up to fifty years without parole. Wow. However, the case is not done because as you pointed out, Dan, you can always appeal. Is that excessive? It feels like it. Um and this is his lawyer, okay? His lawyer uh, yesterday afternoon out front at a uh, courthouse. Like on the steps. Like it was perfect. On the steps. It was perfect. Just walks out <laughs> like it's the Supreme Court and uh, really, really leans into the football theme. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing. Okay. Well, I think you can see right there that we're already... <laughs> <laughs> and, and this guy, we're already in for a bit of a ride. <laughs> he looks like a lawyer. Oh yeah, dork, 
this guy's never put a helmet on in his life. He Googled football, football terms. terms. How can I work these in? Yeah, he it's, does like, not it's like know, me with the golf book. Yeah, he doesn't know what <laughs> any of this means. Yeah. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing, and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. <laughs> but today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He pled guilty. Okay. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted... By the way, as you pointed out earlier, he does have a little bit of Greg Olson there. Repentant. Repentant. <laughs> repentant. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, <laughs> and admitted what he had done. Now... If I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chiefs Kingdom knows anything about Chiefs Aholic, we know. Do you think? <laughs> do you think you're in good shape if your attorney starts referencing your fan name, like to the press, and starts referencing Chiefs Kingdom? The the good, uh, the good reputation that Chiefs the Chiefs Aholic that you know, right? Would never. <laughs> And if the Chiefs Kingdom knows anything about Chiefsaholic, we know that he doesn't give up. Uh-uh. Oh. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. <laughs> There's more, but I feel like that is... I think we need to hear more. So that we is... need the instant replay. <laughs> right. We're sending it upstairs for further over the back of somebody. We have... <laughs> yeah. Uh, going. The call was against us, but we threw the red flag. Right. And uh, they're going to look at this back in New York. Indisputable. I'd like to bring in Mike Pereira. <laughs> Mike. Yeah, Pereira. <laughs> Blandino just Skypes in. Yeah. This is just so contrived. Jim's territory just agrees with the judge. I agree with you right there. Yeah. And he fell. He didn't let his knee touch the ground. And that's because... He's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know he has that a he funny loves cadence. the kingdom. Mm-hmm. He loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. What does that Thank mean? Thank you, and God bless. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he pled guilty. Yeah, what, what, what is the people? You, ro- you robbed ten banks. And you pled guilty, and now he's like, we just need Chiefs Kingdom to rally to Chiefsaholic support. That's great. Because he's being blitzed right now by an unruly district attorney who's coming off the edge. There's your news. The Dumb Zone News. Why did you want to do that to me? and subscribe. Because somebody requested it earlier. I would never do that to you. You know what? Um... Put this in our notes so that we separate this part. Because we do have, we have been, uh, we've been having a little fun with the time shifting. Yesterday we recorded one that we're going to air Friday. The reason that we are airing something different Friday is because tomorrow, it is no day off, we will actually be recording our lawyers roundtable. So all Mm. the lawyers who worked with us as uh, we tried to uh, fight that oppressive thumb of the man that was uh, smushing us down. Uh, We, you know, I know a lot of people are interested in, you know, kind of hearing the story from their perspective and blow by blow and all that kind of stuff. 
of the whole uh, court case of last summer. Um, the case of the century. That's what they're calling it. Some yeah. called it. And yeah. they say the 21st century. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact. So, Blake, uh, we do have a, from what I understand, the Reddit page has put up a little thread, and you could actually have some questions in there, and uh, we'll, we'll kind of sift through that and see if any of them are worthy of uh, posing to the lawyers tomorrow, but Blake has set something up as well in a new world that the olds like us have no idea about. Discord. Discord. And I don't want to pretend like I know anything. We just know a lot of people. Because you were against have- it like two weeks ago. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, not another thing. I know. And in, in, we do put a lot on his plate. And No, that's not why. I, I just I, I agree with Jake that any time I've tried— I only say stuff like that so I can be mean to him later. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I've tried to dabble in Discord before for different projects, and it just seems so overwhelming. Like there are so many it's what they call busy. channels on the left side. Then there's just a million people just— He's old now. Didn't somebody set up a channel for a, a thing for us? And you said on that left side, there's like a, a place to put your 9-11 memorial pictures. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I've discovered What's that, our thing called? Like, how do I get there? See, like, I'm still, I still don't quite know yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have done this today then. No, because there's a neat thing. So uh, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you can somehow get to our uh, Dumb Zone Discord. I'll tweet out a link. There's there are ways to get to it, but if you are a subscriber, you do have access to the Dumb Zone Discord. And yeah, there is a channel over here called 9/11 Memorials where somebody says there's one in Brookfield, Colorado that has a piece of a beam somehow. Sure. Um, but there are just different channels where our subscribers can chat, and um, one of them is called Q&A, and so I asked people to put lawyer questions there, and we've gotten a lot of good ones here, but um, our Dumb Zone Discord is just a cool place for our subscribers to hang out and chat. And if you're a Discord person and you want to join, then we recommend it, and maybe this is a tool that we use in the future where we could broadcast live on Discord or we could host uh, AMAs or whatever, but I think this will be something that we could utilize going forward. And in this case, if you have a question for the lawyers, you can go to our Dumb Zone Reddit or this Dumb Zone Discord. But we don't know how you get there. <laughs> We're working on how you get there. Type in. <laughs> no, they they built us a URL that we can share, but apparently it expires. <laughs> This is so low rent. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay, but we're trying. I know. Jake, we're trying. I know. Rather than just say, ugh, no, we don't get it. We're trying. I got it. Do we have a Snapchat? No. MySpace. <laughs> we don't no. have a Snapchat? I thought for sure you would have said Friendster. stuff like that. Why? I don't know. Because you're on it. Yeah. He's on. He's not on it for work, though, brother. Oh, okay. I see. For your wiener. <laughs> I mean, the Dumb Zone presents yeah. Today in History. Because then the whatever you send disappears, right? It's supposed to. <laughs> uh, you I mean, whatever. The hard way. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Cyberdust? Remember that? Yeah, I do. Uh, there was a time where... The cubes. The cubes made me... Uh, if I wanted to book him, I had to use it. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all right, dude. Hey, why not? Got the job done. Yeah. It's a good thing he didn't tell you to do it through his Discord. No, you I would have been lost. Yeah. 
absolutely befuddled. So today is Thursday, February 29th. The 29th. I can't remember the last time I researched the 29th. Maybe it was four years ago. I bet, yeah. So, what has happened on this day? Certainly not that many things, but on this day in 1504, Christopher Columbus, he was stranded in Jamaica during his fourth voyage to the West. He frightened, frightened... (laughs) What'd you say? (laughs) Hostile natives into providing food for his crew by correctly predicting a lunar eclipse. Damn. That's quite the trick. You might be able to do something with your daughter. Like, if you don't listen, if you don't clean your room, I'm going to black out the sun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Come outside, hon. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's dark. Right. She'll just think I'm God. Right. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. On uh, April 8th, right? On uh, this day in 1940, Hattie McDaniel became the first black actor to win an Academy Award. Mm. The uh, Best Supporting Actress for Gone with the Wind. It's a tough scene. Um, I was thinking they did this on purpose on February 29th so they wouldn't have to celebrate it that often. <laughs> but why are you saying it's a tough scene? Well, wasn't she banned from the uh, ceremony? Oh, like she wasn't allowed in the in the building. Where You're telling had... me in 1940, which is weird too, because it's like, then why'd you give her the award? Like to do one and not the other just seemed it always seemed like an odd quirk of history to me. But yeah, she was not allowed in. Uh, it might have been like the Beverly Hills Hotel or something, something like that. But she was not allowed to uh, receive her award, despite all the libs in Hollywood. Yeah, well. On this day in 1960, the first Playboy Club opened, featuring waitresses in bunny outfits. It opened in Chicago. Didn't we have one here once upon a time? I don't know. I mean, it's way before my time, but I feel like we had one in like the 80s. Okay, here's something interesting that I was looking at this morning. Uh, On this day 42 years ago, 1980. Wait, 44 years ago that would be. You were Whatever. close. <laughs> My point really is it's this day in 1980. Gordie Howe. So a couple interesting things happened on this day. Number one, it was the St. Louis Blues 1,000th regular season game. So that's barely interesting, though. Even barely is a little bit more than I would. Well, I only bring that up just to say there's actually something way more interesting. So Gordie Howe scored uh, a goal. That put him, so that's somewhat interesting as well. It made him the first NHL player to ever have 800 career goals. That gets uh, super interesting, right? (laughs) What if I told you, though, and this is an NHL game. Isn't like the rival league that popped up or whatever. This is the NHL. He was 51 years old. (laughs) Who did I see the other day? Isn't like Albert Bell... Is Albert Bell dead? No. I saw somebody the other day that's still playing at like 56. But as you said, not at like the highest level. Is it Manny? It might be Manny. I think Manny Ramirez might be out there. I know Julio Franco played. Played till he was 
definitely mid fifties. But yeah, that is insane. Not that's in the actual the NHL. majors though. Yeah, yeah. That year, Gordy Howe played eighty games, scored fifteen goals, and had twenty six assists at the age of fifty one. Ridiculous. No helmet. Did I pay off on that? Be interesting. It got better. Thanks, man. It got better. Uh, on this day in 1996, Daniel Green convicted in North Carolina. He murdered James R. Jordan. No comment. The father of Michael Jordan during a 1993 roadside holdup. He was sentenced to life in prison. You feel that that's all there is there? Nothing else to see? The NBA sent him? Eh, maybe some questions about Jordan's gambling debts. Now, this day in 2016, Justice Clarence Thomas posed some questions during a Supreme Court oral argument dealing with gun rights. And uh, the only reason I guess this is notable, it says, those questions he posed, that broke 10 years of courtroom silence for him. Apparently, he's just... Just chilling. (laughs) That's awesome. Just show up and be like, I don't know. What are you guys doing? All right. (laughs) Has anyone ever talked about that? I did not know that. Like, you know, I, my thought that I don't feel like a lifetime contract should ever be with anything. Certainly marriage, if anything, maybe, but you do, you are a different person. You get married at 20, you're way different. You get married at 30, you're going to be way different at 50. And you're just going to hope that we kind of stay on the same path because we were kind of similar, you know, many years ago. Um, and even if you don't, you might be like, it's just too much of a beating to yeah, get out of it. Yeah, you pay a lawyer, and, yeah. these kids are going to be depressed but who decided that why would the supreme court be a lifetime appointment because do you feel like that's ridiculous or i mean it i mean i do think it's ridiculous but i also obviously see the logic in it which is that they don't want them to be subject to the whims of elections yet they now seem to yeah yeah but you know what i'm saying though is that they're they're not like they're not constantly having to campaign. Like, you know, the fact that that's how it works at, like, a county level, right? Yeah. And that you've got to make this decision for this person or that person yeah. because they lined your pocket or whatever. And there's no... Can I sell you on 10 years, 15? I, I don't think, know. I think there's probably a middle ground somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a, yeah, just some kind of a number that wouldn't end necessarily with a, I don't know. But we're not going to change it, are we? We're not going to change anything ever. Yeah. But also, I think it's awesome that Clarence Thomas was able to just show up at work for a solid 10 years and be like, I am not opening my mouth today. Don't want to do anything. (laughs) I'll be in the break room. (laughs) If you guys need me, I'll vote. It's going to be about it. Birthdays today, we have a course. That's a hero, actually. We've already mentioned Jordan Reiner. Yes. Leap your birthdays. Monty Kiffin (laughs) is 84. Were those fun days? What a strange, (laughs) strange era. I mean, it was one year, right? Maybe two. Cowboys defensive coordinator for one year, 2013. So weird. Uh, Former Cowboy John Nyland is 80. He was the first-round pick in 1966. Was a guard for a decade. Tyrese Halliburton is 24. Dude, Hallie is the future. Uh, Tony Robbins is 61. <laughs> Always wanted to go. And Ja Rule. Where is Ja? 
is 50, excuse me, 45. Find out what Jaw thinks about this. Uh, I end with, I don't want to dance. I'm scared to death. (laughs) Allow me to end with, for today's birthdays, Jack Lausma. Jack Lausma is 85. He is a former astronaut. And next, as I kind of searched his name this morning and looked at his uh, Wikipedia page, it indicated he is in the United States Astronaut Hall of Fame. (laughs) (laughs) What do they they have, like, do you have to have Goose get up there? So I looked into that. Pound the table for you? The, uh... Isn't just going to space enough to be in the Astronaut Hall of Fame? Well, let's take a look at the Astronaut Hall of Fame, shall we? He's just been waiting to play this. What is the Astronaut Hall of Fame, you ask? Uh, No one did. I'm glad you were wondering about that, because I was myself uh, earlier today, but now I'm your guy. So, yeah, there's a U.S. Astronaut Hall of Fame. How did the U.S. Astronaut Hall of Fame even come to be? Well, it says here... He had to leave his house really early, so like the 30 minutes he had for the show was dedicated to this. To this. So, the Mercury 7... Was a group of seven astronauts selected to fly spacecraft for Project Mercury. It was the original group of astronauts. They may call them the original seven or astronaut group one, but they're commonly referred to as the Mercury Seven, okay? Did they retire their numbers? Well, here's what's really interesting here. Who would you rather meet, the Texas Seven or the Mercury Seven? I think you know. So in the 1980s, the six surviving members... Because that was way back in the, whatever, 50s or 60s or some garbage. The uh, six surviving members in the 80s thought up the idea. You don't get to just create your own (laughs) Hall of Fame. Of the Astronaut (laughs) Hall of Fame. No, 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 no. Hey, uh, launching this weekend, the Dumb Zone Hall of Fame. The inaugural class. We will have four inductees. Michael uh, Copeland. Once they figured this all out. And had the first ever class of uh, inductees in 1990. They inducted the Mercury Seven. <laughs> that was the ina- inaugural class. You know what would have been a lot funnier is if like, only four of them got in. <laughs> they invented the Hall of Fame so that they could be honored in the Astronaut Hall the of Fame. The inaugural class, yeah. I feel like you have to have a lot of respect for that. I mean, I do. It just seems incredibly shameless for somebody who's like a brilliant scientist who's been to space like do you really need that you know you might have forgot about us today we everybody's we are all watching the texanathens.com hall of fame everybody though in 1980 you're like you're oh all in. everybody's into the this, this bgs and uh what you're i'm just saying what are you bitching about in 1980 everybody care oh you know oh you think those hostages in iran are uh Everybody's forgetting about what we did. Okay. What if we start, Our you know, own. shouldn't there be a Hall of Fame to honor us? <laughs> I think there should be. Uh, do you second that motion? Here, here, you know, and then they hit a gavel and then they yeah. they convince people, they get donors and, and they say, well, who should be the first? Uh, we Well, I, I don't know. know. I mean, sh- I mean, if, I, I don't want to say it should be us, but I mean... <laughs> Who went up for? Maybe it should be that. I mean, who went into space first? Or no, no. I mean, I mean, if you've done something better, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. 
I guess you you risked your life. Um, yeah, that's quite pretentious. Anyway. And that was today. Are you upset that history. I spent my half hour of free time where this is, morning? Where on is that, it? Or? Oh wait, what are we doing? Still playing the song. Where's the Hall of Fame? Like, do they have a physical location? Is it next to an Orange Julius, like the hockey one? Oh, like, don't uh, we need to go in the mall? <laughs> yeah. Get some, know, or- man. get some orange chicken. Well, I'd like to thank uh, Kelly and Camille and the Texans. The Texan. The Texans. Yes, the Texan. And the Texans. And the food catered by Smokey Bee Barbecue. In Athens, Texas. That's right. The great Athens, Texas, home of Jake's next wedding. There's no doubt. I'd like to thank uh, Michael Copeland. And uh, perhaps, great, yeah. perhaps at this point, you could see it right across the screen that it says Michael Copeland uh, or copelandproductions.com. Uh, he, he wants to get in the video. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The girls love Michael Copeland. They how, do. How could they not? And they should. And uh, closing remarks. Anybody? <laughs> oh, okay. We got a space is super gay. I should be in the. You love that that's following you around? Fan. Oh, now you're going to embrace it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care anymore. Adios, mofo. What does Blake do? What does Blake do? What does Blake do? What would you say? What does Blake do? You do What does Blake do? What would you say? What does Blake do? You do What does Blake do?